the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. Left in the hood, come to do no good. What is dope, this place is hype. There's a lassie, she's just my type. I hate to resort so soon to money. Haven't been late so long, it's happening. So bad, I'm good. We made it. Dude, that beat still goes fucking hard, Jordan. Is it the Holy beat? Holy shit. Was it the beat, though, or was it those fucking bars? It Literally, it was both the bars and the beat that got me hard. That's why the bars are so good, though, because they can really, you can drop those on any beat and it's fire. Dude, for real. Like, guys, go check it out. Sample Biggie, sample Eminem. Gosh, that's why we need some help creating content so other people can make better raps than just the one that we threw under it with our own song <laughs> dude i want to hear shit in like, the work though i don't want to hear it fun. maybe that panda beat i know it's a few years old but you know wow you panda know how, by designer yeah anytime there's like a really okay. sick beat like once a year it used to happen more frequently but once if there's a really sick beat that comes out every rapper will do a remix on it yeah and i think that when that happens once a year there should just be a reprisal every time drop the leprechaun beat on it. Or the leprechaun verse. I would, I would love to hear leprechaun spit with the G-O-M-D. What's that? J. Cole? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, dude, you had me scared for a minute. Well, yeah, I mean, his he needs, he needs like, leprechaun needs, like, the trap beat, though. You know, okay, I It's a little slowed yeah. down, so you need like that. Like DMX kind of shit? Oh, <laughs> Ooh, now we're talking or just that some hey, some of that old gucci man oh, the, the real ones okay now. dude oh my god that's such it's weird they they feel so old now are they do they even still make music i honestly have no idea game i'm so out of touch now bro i'll tell you what though gucci main might be out of the game but this fucking movie stands the test of times that i think for leprechaun sure. ain't ever fucking getting out of the game dude it can change as much as he it wants but he ain't changing well i mean this was straight up predicting the future telling us what it was going to be like what it should be like everything dude people got fucking dropped you know we got fucking women out the wazoo dicks popping off (laughs) all kinds of shit this movie was hot and fucking horny jordan listen we've been hyping it up for four episodes now did it live up to the hype? That's my question. It's interesting. Uh, I got you know I got a couple of critiques, man. But as always, how you know, this movie's flawless. I'll well, <laughs> we'll get into that, shall Bro, we? This movie maybe it's a little bit too good. It's too good, man. I was really, really looking forward to this. I'll say without it even needing to be said, and if you can't read, I'll say the movie's Leprechaun Four in Space. Um, the release date's February 25th, 1997. Currently, it's on Amazon Prime for free. I don't think it's anywhere else because, you know, Peacock, they're dead to us. Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't talk to Peacock anymore. But that we'll continue them, to dude. slander them. For real. The runtime. Pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I just had to drop that bombshell. <laughs> you heard it here first. And, and probably the only time. <laughs> so you're welcome about that. Because they don't guys. want you to know the truth. They, they won't tell you about don't, it. They don't, dude. 
I mean, like, realistically speaking, dude, what kind of normal, sane fucking human being puts all the Leprechaun movies on one streaming platform and then takes it off right after Halloween? A fucking pedophile, that's who. <laughs> so I don't know I don't know who it is in Peacock, but you guys better watch yourselves. We're, we know. We know. <laughs> that kind got, of evil. I got, I got experience wrangling some pedophiles, so, you know. But, better, dude. <laughs> All I'm saying, dude, I, I can sniff one out pretty good. I can. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you're clean, by the way, Jordan. You're welcome. Thanks, man. Hey, dude, that's what I'm Are you going to start a YouTube channel where, like, those guys that, like, basically do what Chris Hansen does, but they're just, like, independent? They just talk to Oh, phones. yeah. <laughs> well, what do they, what do they call those people that, uh, like, not, not like Mall Watch? Who are the people that, like, stand outside of, like, Walmart or, like, Target and, like, they're like uh, something defenders where they really? basically attack shoplifters and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. What, for, uh, do they do it for like YouTube or something? Yeah, well, of just course. in general, but they, oh. they stream on YouTube sometimes. And like me and my buddies, we were going down this rabbit hole of like these public defenders. And like this dude, I don't know what happens because we don't get the full context of the video because the, the real video got taken down by YouTube because the dude gets stabbed in it. What? Yeah, and there's no more live leak. But he he's fine, though. Like, he tanks the shit out of that stab. And, like, he literally picks the dude up and slams him on the fucking ground. And, dude, it the impact is so hard. Like, you hear him go, ah! Oh! Like, like, an actual pain. Like, normally you hear that shit in, like, the hub. But, like, he actually went, like, ah! Oh! And <laughs> his partner in crime that didn't get stabbed. Because there was two guys fighting one shoplifter, right? Damn. The the partner in crime's like, yeah, bet that hurt, didn't it, fuckhead? <laughs> I think that's where I picked up fuckhead. He's trying to get some toothpaste or something. That's what he's shoplifting. <laughs> like, worth yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he's not even shoplifting. He just lost his receipt. Yeah. First of all, like, who are you to protect Walmart? <laughs> like, a massive mega corporation. Bro, who's going to do it, though? They're vigilantes. Bro. I find them like heroes. That is funny because I you'll have to send me that link because I love a good YouTube rabbit hole where we find out about oh. random shit. Like, wow, there's a whole subgenre here. Well, it all started because we looked at Walmart fights, and <laughs> I was really disappointed that Walmart. I wanted, like, a 1v1, but there was just, like, fucking, like, groups fighting. That's that street you justice. Know? Yeah, just, like, straight-up mob mentality, but, you know, you can't all get what you want, but I got a few 1v1s. Dude, this chick headbutt, uh, like, a Walmart manager, and the Walmart manager literally tanked the headbutt, grabbed, her, like, this poor woman by the collar, and just fucking ragdoll through her like to the uh like auntie Anne's like pretzels <laughs> like j- j- and you just see fucking salt and pretzels flies this like poor like brittle white woman like headbutts this like just very hey. stoic strong manager hey if you got you got to be able to take it if you're gonna dish it out like that yeah that's what like, i she, always she say. aimed for the fucking forehead not the nose oh so, so she really <laughs> did nothing for that headbutt but i Damn. mean I, dude from both sides, it was very impressive. Like, who does a headbutt, like, nowadays? Like, that's not current meta. <laughs> like, now people just use acid or just straight-up ballistics. That's what so I'm saying. So that headbutt was pretty dope. Yeah, hey, respect. You know, you gotta respect. give respect when it's due. Got, like, leprechaun vibes from it. That's why I bring it up, guys. Just a real sadistic evil fuck, huh? And magical. And so that's why we don't fucking support pedophilia on this channel, and... For all you pedophiles out there that work for Peacock, we're we're coming for you. You don't know when or how, but we got your name. You don't want 
open up that Amazon Prime package head first. Let me give you the tagline. Once, oh yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, one We're small. St- <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. What is this? One uh, small step for man. One giant leap of terror. Not bad, dude. Said leprechaun. See, I'm already. I think I'm super biased, so I'm gonna have to sit this one out because I'm already the best tagline yet. What is it? One small step for man, one giant leap of terror. Oh, that that's just the best one? Of our leprechaun ones yet. Maybe of all the ones we've done. Well, we'll have to check out some of the hood. Uh, and I'm saying yet. Uh, I'm not saying in the future. As of, yeah, as of yet. I'm not okay. predicting the future here. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, man. All right. Hey, dude, I, I agree with you. It's the best one we've listened to so far, I guess. I just don't remember the other ones. All right. I'll give you a little synopsis here. Maybe that'll right, set you sure. straight. <laughs> On a distant planet, a power-hungry leprechaun kidnaps a Dominion princess, Princess Serena, and plans to make himself king. But not if a bumbling brigade of space marines have anything to say about it. Their commander is a mad scientist by the name of Dr. Mittenhand, who's half-machine thanks to one of his experiments. Once on the planet, Leprechaun is blown up, but quickly is reborn through one of the Marines, a la Alien, and wreaks havoc aboard the ship. Meanwhile, Dr. Mittenhand plans to use the princess for his experiments to make himself whole again. But now, after many of the Marines are killed, Leprechaun turns Dr. Mittenhand into a grotesque monster and plans to blow up the ship. The remaining Marines have to stop his evil plans and blow him up. Um, that's kind of just the whole movie, I guess. But <laughs> that, yeah, that deadass just said everything. Yeah, so uh, maybe I should proofread him first. Uh, <laughs> nah, man, it's all good. Had uh, you seen this I before? Mean, yeah, I. Oh no, 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 I haven't. I'm so sorry. No, I have not seen this. Oh, one before. this is good, man. It's. I will tell you right now, man. I love Leprechaun, right? Wow. Like it hits straight home for me. It keeps the lore in check. Is this gonna hurt you my know, feelings? This is literally how Ireland is on like a very average basis, right? Like we get a lot of Leprechaun attacks and shit. It's kind of like in America, we get a lot of like terrorist threats and shit. Right. You know, like just, just standard. You know, standard shit. And uh, I'll tell you what, man. It it is quite terrifying seeing how accurate they are to. Uh, modern day ireland when we get a like a close-up on that planet when they're on like surface oh yeah i mean that's base it's literally ireland like in october <laughs> that's fall like, that's kind of what the great potato famine did to us damn but well, uh you're I looking at your future Jordan, young book uh i mean you you already know the answer so i don't even know why i was going to ask you but i guess visually speaking what did this budget look like to you because I, I just don't know. So I'm curious about what you would have thought initially before reading it. Um, I would say, I would probably say like five million. Five million? Yeah. I, dude, I, I got like mixed feelings because like, I felt like the the CGI was obviously, you know... 97, right? That's a rough time to be doing CGI. Yeah, that's that's a rough, rough time. Rough However, time. some of the fucking makeup and shit is, like, stellar. It's amazing. It's but- fucking crazy. So, because, what, like, Leprechaun 3 had, like, a 1.5 million budget, right? Yeah. It's somewhere around there. I know it's 1 point something. 1. 1.6, 1.3, 1.5. Yeah, so just... Like I kind of thought it would be under the same like radar as like a one point five. 
Well, I want to. Th- if we want to talk about the budgets, let's. You want to just talk about these dirty sons of bitches? Let's get right into it, man. Let's do it. Oh, real quick on that thought, though. Oh, yeah. I will say, just with my experience with it, um, I would go. I went into this thinking this is my favorite Leprechaun movie, and I think it might still be. Oh I'm shit! Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, now we can talk about some dirty sons of bitches. All right, let's get dirty. Completely full of bitches. I'll rip them off and rub them blind, those dirty sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, so the budget is actually $1.6 million. So basically the same as the first. Which, thank yeah. God, they didn't reduce anymore. Because remember, the, the one before this, the third one did really well because it was straight to VHS. And it was mm-hmm. the highest selling VHS of 93, like a straight to VHS. So... Thank God they at least gave him the same. So take the third one. Like, didn't really do much in terms of, like, locations. Like, they filmed one night in Las Vegas, like, without a permit and, like, did it all the rest in, like, a studio and a hotel as a fake casino. To take that same amount of money a year later and do this kind of movie is, like, so impressive to me. It's mind-blowing. Well, he kind of like, you know, no pun intended, struck gold with the third movie. So he kind of like, I think the third movie was definitely a learning experience. And now that he had like the same budget, he's like, all right, now I know what to pour my resources into. But this guy, the same director, because he did the third one too, Brian Trenchard Smith, Mm -hmm. is like notorious, like in a good way. He's like super funny, horror. Yeah, but he's influential. And his main thing is taking like a shoestring budget and making like an amazing movie out of it. Mm-hmm. That's why so many respecters direct him, and that's why, like, even Warwick Davis said, like, these were his favorite ones to do because this director, like, just knows how to. He not only gets the vibe of Leprechaun, like, what is the whole thing, like, <laughs> the whole point of it, and he knows how to make an amazing movie on basically nothing. Well, yeah, this dude lives and breathes for like challenge runs and directing and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a nightmare in the moment, especially as the director. Like constantly, like basically having no money and making something out of it, but it's awesome. Like I respect it so much. Yeah, what? Like what a fucking team carry. Problem is, we don't really have any gross information or what it made because all these yeah. movies that we're going to be covering after that second one, there's no theatrical release. So unless we have some statistic about like the last one, how it ranked number one in straight to VHS mm-hmm. sales. We don't really know. I'm assuming it did pretty well just off the name alone. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. It's definitely, yeah, it's during that time, too, when you get, like, Jason X. You get all these kind of, like, space spinoffs. I think at the time, wasn't Alien... Yeah, Colonial Marines came out a little bit before, right? What is it? kind of Colonial Marines, Aliens. That's That's a movie, Aliens, Colonial Marines? Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah, Aliens. Oh, Aliens. There's, there's, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> okay. Alien and then Aliens. Yeah, Colonial Marines. I'm sorry. It's yeah. called Colonial Marines? Yeah, that's like the subtitle to it. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, because it like focuses on like the soldiers. Dude, I got huge fucking... And this is obvious, right? Like They were clearly going for like Aliens vibe. They were going for like Star Wars and shit, Goofs and huge stuff. Huge Aliens. I love it. Yeah, huge Alien vibe. Yeah, it, it Jason X is too. Crazy. Like they both do the exact same thing. What's up? Jason X does the exact same thing. Like they both have the yeah, same aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. 
It's complete. You could say rip off or it's. Uh, it's I, I think it is like a parody. It's like, somewhat. It, it is parody. It's probably also like they love it, like adoration. Mm-hmm. But also it's like kind of an already established aesthetic. Like, especially if you have like no money, how do you come up with like yeah. a new aesthetic for what the future is? Yeah, yeah, right. And that aesthetic just happens to work really perfectly with having not a high budget. Is it's like I'm calling it Walmart chic, like Walmart three pack chic. It's like all, all clothes right. that you would get in a three pack at Walmart of like black tank tops or three black shirts. <laughs> like, yeah, I fuck with Walmart, so that's like awesome. Hey, man, Walmart chic. That's what's coming up. And apparently, this movie is 2096, so it's coming up, man. Really? Walmart chic. It's actually 2096. That's what it says. I didn't. I didn't see a times like. Well, what's his name? Movie mentions twenty. He says he mentions they're in the twenty first century. So I'm like, yeah. In my head, I'm thinking, well, super late post. It would have to be now. Someone put you know you can't trust IMDb, but someone put on there it's supposedly in twenty ninety six. So I don't know if they did that after the fact. Like, oh yeah, we probably put this too soon to be in the two thousand. So let's just make it the very (laughs) end. Well, yeah, because oh yeah, no, 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 because this came out in ninety seven. Uh, I think it got released on like it, it's weird. It gave me a weird timestamp because it said I think it was re released in two thousand four. So that's what I initially oh, thought. Oh, on DVD maybe. Out. What's up? Maybe like on DVD or something. Maybe yeah, either like DVD and then maybe YouTube because I I watched this on YouTube actually. I would really like to know. If Jason just straight up like stole the idea, kind of. Oh, I mean, Star Wars stole Leprechaun Four's <laughs> well, ideas. We've established that. Yeah, we've clearly established that shit. Like, Be- you can even tell from the music alone that they it's just straight up like it's it's stolen. Star Wars just takes it and just remixes it. Yeah, but if you're gonna take it, at least try to do it better. They did not. For real, they yeah did not. Is it crazy? And then John that- Williams. I would I love much, you, dude, but you gotta step up your game if you want to beat Leprechaun. I would much rather space. watch this movie than any of the last like five Star Wars movies. Any of the last five, Jordan. I don't even know what they were, but yeah, that's dude, you're not gonna watch Episode five and six, um, brother. That's a hot take. Wait, no, you said the last f- five. Well, what? Well, are you what, talking about? Are you are you like including spinoff movies? Or I just said the being, last five Star Wars movies. I didn't say in order of the exact canonical. Um, I said the last five Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, because you don't like Rogue One, right? No, that's that's crazy. It's dude. probably the only movie I've fallen asleep to in a movie theater. But maybe Damn, that's that, yeah, that still boggles my fucking brainstem, dude. I'm just curious, like. Well, actually, Hellraiser went to space, too. Very close to around this time. Actually, it might have beat Leprechaun. So they all did this. like, Maybe. Yeah, they, it was just a huge trend. Jason X wasn't until 2001, but I know it was stuck in like production hell. So yeah. it's all around this exact same time. Um, I remember watching the Crystal Lake Memories documentary and then mentioning the Jason X thing just being like, Everybody kept saying to whoever was the director or something like, "What are you going to take him to space next?" Like, it just became this big joke. So that's why they did it. Like, I guess it was just kind of a knock on the horror industry as a whole. Like, oh, where where are you going next? And I think they all just embraced it. Like, yeah, we'll take him to space. 
<laughs> and people will love it, and they do. I mean, dude, Alien did it. Ridley Scott did it. So no, but I'm saying specifically taking a franchise yeah, that's not in space. Fuck people. Yeah, I mean, you're taking a leprechaun to space. That's insane. Or Jason to space. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, but it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's if anything, it's super fucking progressive that we got a leprechaun in space. Yeah, I would like to see this with like a fifty million dollar budget nowadays. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You're gonna get like, you're gonna have like uh, Alien Covenant. Honestly, yeah, I wouldn't. You know even what that know. is like the Prometheus sequel, I think. Yeah, but those movies are supposed to be a little more serious. That's why I think honestly, this was the time to do it. Oh, um, yeah, definitely, it, it would not fly like today. Obviously, no, it just works so good for this time period. Um, this it was filmed in Los Angeles completely. Um, the writers Dennis Pratt and the director is the same director from the third one, Brian Trenchard Smith, who we pretty much broke him down in the last one. Uh, talking about some of these actors, of course, we got our boy Warwick Davis. Enough said. Still our boy. Um, possibly though, this it might be a hot take actually. Possibly the first movie or only movie that he gets like outshined by. by uh, are you talking about Guy Siner or Sinner? I'm talking about a few. I mean, Guy Siner is the first one to me. Like, yeah, that's the one he's closest with. But also the Sergeant Hooker and also Harold, Dr. Mittenhand's little uh, sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Gary Grossman and. Uh Tim Colseri. Tim Colseri is the uh, sergeant. Yeah. Or the... Uh, yeah, he's Sergeant Hooker. They call him Metalhead or something in the credits. Yeah. Is he sergeant? I thought he would be like a higher rank because I thought uh, Books was sergeant. Listen, man. Don't don't <laughs> look too far into it. They call him Sergeant bro, Hooker. <laughs> they do? All right, bro. Yeah. I, I don't know. See, that that's why I'm a little bit out of touch with the Leprechaun 4 lore. Well, I know with your extensive military training, you can sometimes get touchy on that stuff, but... Don't look well, too far yeah, into. like I almost got triggered, but you know. I know how you like to get all those discounts by you just show up in a military uniform and everyone at, thanks you for your yeah. service and you get all those discounts. Yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> you I still doing that every Saturday? My knee, uh, training day one, and I basically got a fucking fast pass to SeaWorld, so I've been riding <laughs> that fucking high for a few years now. Is that the? Uh, that's another good YouTube rabbit hole. The stolen valor videos. Oh my god. You ever god. watch those? Yeah, dude. That's fucking that's those just are... I find that so just cringe how like disillusioned people can be where it's like no, I was in the military. Oh, <laughs> uh, this badge, yeah. They're all like upside uh, down and stuff. Yeah, and it's just like I mean, I actually do have like legitimate like family ties to the military. Oh, so bro. like I I know a little bit about it. But when you just see these people like lying out their ass, being like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I was I- infantry, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> infantry." I got like, or it's always ridiculous. I was a was sniper. Never... What's it? <laughs> it's always some ridiculous. Like, yeah, I was sniper. Oh no, I was yeah, a special I was, ops. I, I was like a you. Navy SEAL, tactical sniper. You know, <laughs> you ever play like Modern Warfare Two? Yeah, I was like the guy in the helicopter <laughs> shooting with that fifty cal rifle. Rifle, you know. Yeah, that I was but so good. It's me, double like, cringe training because sometimes they're like berating some guy who's like actually just. Like mentally challenged, wearing it. You ever see <laughs> yeah. those? Like, yeah, like that. And that's like, I mean, dude, like, relax. Like, your fucking dignity isn't gonna be like taken away <laughs> right. from a dude. Like, that's not all mentally there. He just wants to role play. Like, let him lark, <laughs> dude. Yeah, he's trying to score. Some, he's role playing and he's scoring some free chicky nugs, man. 
Yeah, like, come on, just let a player play, you feel me? Like, And we support on, Stolen man. Valor. Let's say, let's get that out. We let's support. get that, yeah, let's, let's clear the room here. Let's address the elephant. We support Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor. Wear your ge- gear. Go to the... Go- <laughs> Yo, dude, a fellow Japanese man. Your gear. Uh, Naruto. Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back. Bring yeah. it back, bro. Dude. You'd be surprised. Go to the military surplus store, buy a bunch of purple hearts, buy a bunch of badges, stick them on, see what you can get, dude. <clears throat> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you how I steal my valor. Uh, I actually just go to the uh, the cemetery, the veteran oh, cemetery. No. You know, just dig that shit up like Looney Tunes. Oh, actually, the don't veteran? they have like armed guards? I don't know. In the uh, military cemetery, it's no, just find a local not- military man. <laughs> What's a local cemetery? I'm sure there's some military men there. Oh, dude, easy pickings. I just no armed guards thought it was there. really disrespectful that you were specifically digging up old Civil War graves and, and getting Confederate soldier gear. I mean, who's going back to them? Civil War was like a fucking hot minute ago. First of all, who believes you that you're a Confederate soldier? You'd be like 200 years old. <laughs> Can't Jordan, believe that I, works. The Queen's like older than me, so clearly, you know. I don't know. You got to think logically about it. That's some fishy math. Yeah, well, I don't like math, and neither should you. So, well, let's. Uh, do you agree with me that there's some crazy good performances outside of Warwick? Yeah, like yeah, definitely. Um, one of those people is actually the second highest build after Warwick, um, who is not <laughs> outshining anyone. Brent Jasmer's yeah. books. Yeah, Brent Jasmer. Dude, I didn't really get him to be the main character until I saw that. That fucking man running through the hallway, shirtless. He's fucking jacked. He's hot. He's on well, fucking yeah. Playgirl. He was? He, yeah. No. Yeah. You scoping that dick, dude? Dude. You scoping that piece? <sighs> what a fine fucking man, dude. Well, yeah, that's why. It's the equivalent of like Leprechaun 2, like the hot girl main that's just a terrible, like, just a robot. Yeah, acting. this dude gives me, like, Charlie Sheen fused with, uh, who, like, Charlie Sheen mixed with, um, what's this, Harrison Ford. I don't know why. Wow. I get, he's just, like, like a fusion, like, you know, Dragon Ball. Only in looks, with, though. Only, well, yeah, only in looks, definitely. And he's way more jacked than either of them. <laughs> What's his dick look like, though? That's the only I, way we can tell. Well, I don't know. Pull out your old Playgirls. Let me see. Yeah, let's here. Hang on. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's Stacks TV. Dude, we'll be here all night trying to get through those. Yeah, hang on. <laughs> oh, those are some sticky pages, dude. Those are not opening. Yeah, I, I like how you actually. I am to uh, Brent Jasmine. I'm going to break the fourth wall here. You have an ad of chicken nugs <laughs> on your desk just chilling, ready for the bit. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay, well, let me tell you something, Jordan, all right? When you're starving at midnight, and you're like, damn, bro, I'm broke as shit. Don't come crawling to me for a fucking Burger King coupon magazine. Bro, got the nugs at the ready. (sighs) Wow, dude. I don't fucking play that. I don't fucking play, dude. Don't joke about them nugs, all right? Well, let me tell you. I take that very seriously. This dude has, with 0% body fat, has never eaten any nugs. Uh, but might also be why he's been in literally nothing. <laughs> Other than Leprechaun 4 and uh, Hot Times at 
What, what does it even say? Montclair High. Well, there's kind of a soap opera thing going down because him and Jessica Collins as Tina, a.k.a. Dr. Reeves, like the mm-hmm. main girl, they're both like heavy from the soap opera. But Brent Jasper, he's really, he was in 88 episodes of The Bold and the Beautiful from 92 to 96. And milked him. Uh, his only horror thing I saw was he was in Linnea Quigley's horror workout video in 1990. And pretty much nothing nothing after the 90s. He was in American Vampire Story for one episode in 97. And one episode of the Drew Carey Show in 98. And literally nothing since. Um, Jessica Collins, though... This is her movie debut. I could have sworn. I thought she was... Is this really her debut? Her movie debut, yeah. Oh, movie debut, okay. Which I don't know. Every time I see debut, it never specifies. But debut must apply to movies then. Maybe, because I know she was in a... Or at least, actually, I don't even know, because it says that she was in the uh, Lewis and Clark uh, TV show. Like yeah, all TV Superman. stuff. But it started in 1993, but I doubt she was really in there for that long. But it was all TV I mean, stuff. This is her movie. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying, like... But I just want to look must up... Be debut must movie. mean movies. Yeah, because mm-hmm. every time I see debut, it doesn't specify, but it's always, like... They probably they did something else, but not movies before. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have sworn she was the chick from Candyman 3. Really? I thought that was her, yeah. Like, there was one or two angles where, like, I kind of saw something similar, but then, like, for the most part, she definitely looked... Hey, which angles? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donna D'Erica. She's got those vibes. That's the main girl from Candyman. Yeah. Candyman 3, yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's something there. Possibly why she looks so familiar was because she's in some episodes of uh, It's Always Sunny. As, uh, oh, really? Is she? Yeah, she's like the the big-breasted news reporter that they're all like in love with. Oh, oh my God! Actually, okay. Yeah, uh, what's his Jackie Donardo? Oh. She's been in a ton. She's so she stayed like busy and relevant working. Um, she's been mostly TV shows. She's just in an Apple TV show called Acapulco. Yeah, but yeah, I, I just saw that. That was so that's literally dope. this year. She's still active, but she has like actual Emmys, multiple nominees for in that in the ninety three and ninety four for soap opera digest awards for hottest female star and outstanding young younger leading actri- actress for a show called Loving. She's been in a, a bunch of other soap operas. They're all big ones. Uh, but she at legit won an Emmy, a daytime Emmy for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. She was nominated in 2013 and won it in 2016 for The Young and the Reckless, which is wild because 2016, yeah. The Young and the Reckless, like, have you heard of that soap opera? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like the most famous one. I can't believe because when it shows The Young and the Reckless, it shows 1973. Like, it's been around since 1973. Like, What's I, that like other TV show that I think it's on Hallmark Channel or something? There's like, like my Days of Our Lives. What's up? There's Days of Our Lives. I don't know if that's Days the... of Our Lives. I maybe heard of that. It's like called something like Lake maybe or like Cabin. Oh, I don't know. Ah, oh, 
dude, I don't know. Yeah, that that's definitely not going to like I won't be able to recall that, but yeah, soap operas like that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I remember my she's... grandma watching that in the, when I was a little kid, and it's still <laughs> going on. She won an Emmy within the last mm-hmm. five years for that same show. And you know what's even crazier? This blew my mind, too. So just the time she was on that show, from 2011 to 2015, she's in 426 episodes. How is that even from, from possible? When? From 2011 to 2015. 426 and it's been on since 1973 that's got it oh my that show must have set all (laughs) bank she has oh yeah like we're literally in like the nine digit range probably no 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 maybe eight digits the only thing i don't know i could be completely wrong i don't know if soap operas are as big as they used to be but at the same time that's the most famous one so well, I was going to say, too, she was probably in the ripe era of soap operas right before they kind of, like, fell off. 2011? Oh, well, she has. Yeah, she has older ones. Yeah. That's why I was wondering if that Brent Jasmer hasn't worked anymore, because even in those four years being in The Bold and the Beautiful, that was, like, the prime time it was on, so. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he just got as much as he needed, and he's just cruising through life easy. Um, Jessica Collins was also first runner-up in 1988 and Miss Teen USA pageant. I got I'm not even gonna say I'm surprised by that. Yeah, them titties, right? <laughs> um, as of 2016, 2016 is a good year. That's when she won that not that uh, Emmy. She's married to the writer and director of the famous horror movie from 1997, Jack Frost, and also Jack Frost Two: Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. <laughs> we should definitely do that. I think those. I've seen the second one. I don't think I've actually seen the first Jack Frost movie. I feel like I've seen the first a very, very, very long time ago, but I could be making it up just because I remember the ads and stuff. Yeah, Jack Frost, that's like the one where it's basically like a fucking prop snowman, right? It's not like in any, like in any way, shape, or form, like a practical effect of like like animated through like motion. It's just straight up like a prop. Is it? I think so. If I remember correctly, well, maybe practical I saw the first and- one, not the second one. I definitely haven't seen the second one, but it, you know, practical just means it's like it's there, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like a physical like prop, but like I thought it was just literally like <laughs> like a statue of a snowman and just someone like VAs over it. Oh, I can't like remember. ADR, you know what I mean? And then, like they just change his expression off, like off camera, quote unquote, when they cut and then go back and he's like frowning. You get a fucking like icicle go through someone's eye or some shit. That might be true. As you're saying, it's it's coming back to me. I'm having like crazy, like, <laughs> like deep into my memory. <laughs> it's getting uncovered right now, <laughs> like a, like a real flashback. Like that shit, just you relived. Yeah, 2010. Just no, now. it would have been freaking 99. What, 2008. <laughs> like, no, way older than that. I remember it really? when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's also plays Peggy in Catch Me If You Can from 2002. That's a good movie. And I don't know if she was about to give up on acting and got back into it because she also graduated with honors from the Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts in 2009. But I couldn't really find any other horror references. A babe and a scholar. Nice. Most of these people I couldn't find a horror reference for. Uh, most of the big yeah. people. Uh, let's talk about our boy. Stole, stealing the show, 
Guy Siner as Dr. Mittenhand. He's been in TV shows since the early 70s, uh, including two yeah. episodes of Doctor Who in 1975. Uh, so he's probably got banked, too, because it says he's in 85 episodes of Allo, Allo, from 1982 <laughs> to 92, 92 as Lieutenant Hubert Gruber and... Apparently, it's one of the most original and enduring characters of over 90 episodes of Allo, Allo, which is one of the most successful comedy series the BBC has ever produced and is still shown in more than 80 countries. And that's literally how it's spelled, so I'm not just being a prick. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, no, I'm seeing <laughs> no, it right no. here. Yeah, definitely. Allo, Allo. With an A, no H. Do you, did you ever find out if you had any kind of theatrical background? I mean, I guess soap operas. I th- honestly, I think so they all theatrically, do. Or theatrically performed. I know Jessica Collins did. I, th- I feel like they all did. Yeah, because, like, Siner, dude, like... He's so d- funny. Just the, like, persona he had. That, like, bravado and shit. That, like, weird kind of German bravado. I could definitely it's- see... I could tell he's been in comedy stuff and, like, probably, like, yeah. theater stuff because he's so funny. For whatever reason, dude, like... He kind of reminded me of like Spaceballs kind of vibe for comedy. Yeah, when did Spaceballs come out? Dude, Spaceballs eighties, right? I, Eighty, like really? That's insane. I I grew up always thinking that was like not like at least nineties, like ninety two or something. I think it's just because it it's yeah uh, holds up a pair. Yeah, eighty seven. Yeah, dude. Wow. That's crazy. It's just because it's timeless, really. Yeah, no, dude. I love Spaceballs so much. It's probably one of my favorite like parody movies. Would you throw this? This is almost like a parody movie in itself, in a way. Oh, Leprechaun Four. Yeah, almost definitely. Yeah, I feel. I feel like yeah, definitely. The whole in space theme is a parody on like obviously, well, not Jason X because it hasn't come out yet, but like like Aliens, like a little bit of Star Wars. It's funny too. This is like the second movie to reference Star Wars. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's so I, I do kind of like the little weird nods that they're like doing like all these other like movie references and like they're not all horror. Yeah, I love that part of it. And this is it's it's super like cutesy and like I think it really fits the whole like character. Well, that's why I love but, like you know the whole vibe of Leprechaun. You know what I mean, Jordan. Yeah, that's why Brian Trenchard Smith is like should be directing every Leprechaun movie you go for because mm-hmm. he just so gets it. He's not trying to have any sort of like seriousness, seriousness. or development of these characters. Like it's just silly. It's like Spaceballs in that regard. Yeah. God, who who directed Spaceballs then? Oh, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, you ready but- for your video game reference? Oh, dude, I was Jordan. I was just about to ask you, man. Were you actually? I actually was because for your video game reference, I'll give you that Halloween reference. Yeah. So, Guy Siner plays as a briefing officer in Star Wars Tie Fighter video game in '94. Also, Star Wars Force Commander. He has multiple roles, including General Veers, and uh, okay. that came out in 2000. He's in Star Wars. Galactic Battlegrounds as the droid, and again as General Maximilian Veers in 2001. And he plays as some Imperial officers in a game I actually played, 
Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast from 2002. Yeah, okay. Wow. All right. I, I played a little bit of the TIE Fighter, the early, early TIE Fighter game where it's basically kind of like almost an on-rail shooter a little bit. Oh, here you go with that on-rail shooter again. Dude, well, it's one of your favorite... Fu- Dude, if it's not Time Crisis, it's not a fucking good rail shooter. You freaking nerds have to come up with these sub-sub-sub-genres of games. Call it a freaking no, shooter, dude. Time Crisis created that fucking subgenre. No. Time Crisis 3. Jordan, do your research. You will not. Uh, that's actually an on-rail shooter. What did I say? No, I'm just I'm saying what you said. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. One more yeah, video real game. Funny, real, you know, uh, taking my fucking bits, too, now. You're going to like this one, too. He's in Call to Power 2 from 2000. Uh, it's kind of like a civilization type game, but it stars archival footage from Winston Churchill and Adolf Hitler. What? <laughs> Wait, what? No, you're fu- What game? Call to Power I, 2. Call to Power 2? Yes. Are you re- Really? Yeah, man. So if I look this up, Call to Power 2. It has an IMDb Winston page. Churchill and Adolf Hitler. Not like hanging out together, but... Oh, no, 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 I know, but like archived footage of both of them? Yeah, in the game. In the game? Is it like... Is is it like... Uh, like uh, not like a recreation of an actual historical event or the like body actors or is it actual real like footage? No, it's from... archival footage, yeah. Like using them. Huh. That's so weird. When did that come out then? 2000. 2000? Okay. Yeah, you know, dude, World War World War Two is like about 55 years old at that point. It ended 55 years ago, so. Yeah, I knew you'd like the Hitler reference. Do we have to do a Hitler reference every one now, too? That would be that would be dope. Um, if you wanted to stay on the show, I definitely need some uh Right now, we're doing a video game, uh, a Halloween, Rob Zombie, and Hitler reference. Yeah, so, oh, speaking of which, dude. Uh, for your Halloween reference, there were no pumpkins. However, we did get um, Gary Grossman played as the. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to call him a pedophile, but he's not really a pedophile. He's he's just he's using just kinda, the look, dude. He's like a smooth criminal, bro. He swings bo- on both sides. Bro, I love this guy. He's pretty. Fu- he's he's pretty good too. Every I, scene he's in is amazing. Like every yeah, th- another like he's got great like comedy. Like, I don't know, timing or, like, just chops. Like, everything he does is funny. Like, everything he's he says. He's, he's licked his chops for the comedy bits. Yeah, you'd let him lick your chops. Four. But he played as a costumed rabbit in Rob Zombie's 2007 Halloween. Yeah, that's the Halloween and Rob Zombie reference. I'm a little salty you stole it from me, but, you know, these things happen, man. Hey, dude, you know, you, you you fucking take my Hitler reference, I take your Halloween <laughs> reference. How about that? We hey, call it even. Dude. As long as the information is getting out there, that's really all that matters. Yeah, as long as the people know that there's archival footage of Hitler and Winston Churchill. Not together, of course, but... Well, let's talk a about... Game, a civil, huh? We got um, Rebecca Carlton as Princess Zarina, who's been in nothing. Dude, I fucking researched the shit out of her. I... <laughs> telling me bro. i could have sworn from like her imdb profile that she was like baywatch that is that's all she's done yeah like i thought it was just baywatch it is pretty much really <laughs> yeah but she's in a match made in heaven 
She's basically and been exchanged lifeguards and charmed. Basically, Baywatch. The Last Warrior, Midnight Runaround, Baywatch, Hidden Agenda, Spike, Separate Ways. Well, we gotta talk about another huge, like just horror character. I noticed right off the bat, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. as Styx. He's in. Have you ever seen Juana Man? <laughs> Juana Man. I've heard of it. I don't think I've actually ever got to watch it. Oh, that's a great one. Comedy Central used to play it like literally every day. <laughs> that's such a funny movie. He basically the whole concept is he's a famous NBA player and just makes himself look like a woman and plays in the WNBA and just is like just wrecking everybody. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I definitely recognize this. He's also in the Street Fighter movie from 1994 as DJ. And also, uh, I didn't know, I don't remember this being a thing, Street Fighter the movie video game in 2005. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah there's a handful of uh, like weird kind of Street Fighter. Like, Was it the live action one or the animated one? Live action, right? 94? It's got to be live action. Yeah, but yeah, there's more it, than it's one. Just like Street Fighter, yeah. There's more than That's, one because they did it. Tried it again in the 2000s. I remember trying to make make a mm. Street Fighter. Um, it must have been around that time, 2005. If that's when the video, yeah, yeah. I de- I definitely find like you know live adaptations of video games kind of a hot take in general. They should just stop trying. It's, yeah, it really. just doesn't work. I mean, I haven't seen The Witcher. I know it's a TV show, but like. For the most part. What helps The Witcher is that it's a book series, though, too, and that they're taking material from the books. True. So what's good about that is that because people played the game, when they go to watch the show, it's like a different story because it's going to be focused more on the novels. So then they're not going to be like, this isn't like the game. It's like, oh, this is like the books I didn't read. So it's cool. I like it. Yeah. They also usually don't give it enough of a budget. I feel like like it, they always come Henry off Henry Cavill is... Uh, yeah. He's Geralt, right? Yeah. yeah okay, okay. I, I wanted to make sure I was actually... Dude, Henry Cavill's a gamer. Yeah. We already talked it's about that. It's weird, though. I think he's kind of like... I mean, he's I, like I, I want to like Henry Cavill, but I feel like he's kind of, you know... Yeah, he's he's the hot girl. He's got the uh, screen upside down and backwards. He's playing a screenshot be like, look at me gaming with my bros. <laughs> he's playing Halo on a PlayStation controller. Yeah, I'm JPEG. kind of a gamer. <laughs> Cause like I don't know I don't want to be that guy but whenever celebrities or just famous people say like oh dude I I play WoW like <laughs> right. so much I played World of Warcraft two or I played Warcraft that's 2. like Vin Diesel right doesn't he say he plays or D&D. yeah no Vin Diesel was like yeah I play World of Warcraft I play uh <laughs> I know he didn't say this but I like to imagine he plays Overwatch they're just he gets very pissed and turns like pure red they're just um. Well, we'll call him a faff, a fake ass fan. Nah, dude, call him what they really are, Jordan. I think it's time <laughs> we we get it out there. So, guys, for all you out home, we're taking uh, the we word have back. The, we have this term, this this very tactical term, right? It's like almost kind of guerrilla warfare for gamers out there. Uh, when you're a fake ass gamer, you are an fag, dude. What is that? A Why fag. Would... <laughs> you, like I'll tell you right now, man. Bro, we're canceled. I, I remember vividly. So I, I asked uh, this really handsome guy that we work with, like, do, do I look like a fag to you? And he's like, No. And I'm like, You're goddamn right. I'm not. I'm not a fake ass gamer. <laughs> and we actually mean that in the sense of a fake ass gamer. 
We're taking the word back. Yeah, this is our campaign. This is our campaign. And feel free to call people a fag, but not yeah. because of their sexual preferences, but because they're a fake No, absolutely not. That's fine, dude. Hey, honestly, more power to you. If you can be a gamer and you can, you know, well, we suck dick on it. the down low, then you're, you're, you're fucking, you're pretty cool. See, that's where it could get confusing, because if you call exactly. it a gay person, then they're going to just make well, sure. Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> well... In that case, call them a faff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, if they just so happen to be, if their sexual orientation is that of, uh, you know, homosexual, yeah, don't don't call them that. Call them a faff. Yeah, we don't want fake to, ass fan. But ask if him, they're straight, dude, hit him with that fat G. <laughs> ask him, are you having a faff? Are you having a faff, or are you having a, are you being a little bit of a fag or a faff? Well, let, like I kind of the, let me say yeah. now that you clarified that. Uh, my, the most recognizable thing Miguel Nunez Jr. is in, for me at least, is Friday the 13th, The New Beginning. And uh, mm. he plays as Demon. And he does that whole like singing thing in the porta potty. It's a, it's a funny bit. It's a very iconic scene from Friday the 13th, all of the Friday the 13th. Um, not really the best movie, though, at least not to me, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a lot of people like that movie, though. So, hey. More really? Person. Okay. God, dude, I I don't think I've. It's been a. If I had seen it, it's been like a fucking long time since I've seen the new beginning. Well, for people who haven't seen it, this is a spoiler, but it's the one where it's not actually Jason doing the killing. Mm-hmm. So that kind of made people salty, myself included. It's just kind of lame. Yeah. Uh, he's also in Carnosaur Two. 1995 is Ed Moses, and he's been in a ton of stuff. Like, he's continued to work up until this day. A ton of shows and movies, uh, a lot of comedy movies and stuff. Uh, the only other person I was kind of upset, not upset, but like, damn, I can't believe he wasn't really in it much, was Tim Colseri. He's credited as Metalhead, but he's also Sergeant Hooker, is what they're calling him in the movie. Yeah. He's like the main military dude, main Marine. And he's awesome. Like, he kills it in this movie it's not like he hasn't been in anything though it's just like not much it's pretty late like he's in full well, metal he was jacket. in full metal jacket so yeah but it's pretty sparse it's pretty sparse what he's done i would say mm-hmm. and you got yeah, some I definitely other- i didn't like appreciate him as much until we actually got to like the the later ladder of uh, the movie when like he actually started like kind of showing off his fucking acting prowess. I don't know. I thought he was really funny. Like, I don't know if that's partly the writing too, but just like how he's acting throughout the whole movie too, even when he's the hard ass <laughs> and just like, it's so, it's so like just funny. I don't know. And like, he's really playing into it. Like he's committing a hundred percent. Oh yeah. Well, with, there's some other side characters, some other Marines that have some parts here and there, but uh, I knew we'd this would be at least an hour again, so we should probably, uh, you know, maybe take a little ring around the rosy. Yeah, I think we've had our film. A ring around the rosy, a bucket full of posies. Ashes, ashes, we all fall down. <laughs> so let's get to the opening of the movie. Dude, best opening so he far. He fucking said it. He fucking said it. What? Gold is power. Power yes, is gold. He did. He fucking actually said it, and that's insane. 
keeping that because lore. this movie is so self-aware that in this current day and age he fucking read our minds and altered the actual fucking script to fit what we would be thinking about no we're 23 just years up. later down the line dude we're just picking up the deep you know subtext that they're laying we're one of the chosen ones for real so, i'm a leprechaun prophet dude that opening is just like wow and amazing though because they do so much compared to any of the other ones so far like there's just so much going on it it is like pure aliens dude like 100% like beat for beat aliens oh with the mining and everything yeah well like they're gearing up and shit throwing grenades equipment and stuff like that yeah 100% wasn't the alien oh fuck dude wasn't the alien like a mining ship too their ship Alien, yeah, I think Alien was a... I thought it was a station. Well, it's related. Like a space station. Same gear. That Walmart chic. Yeah, dude. You learn about that they're orbiting the planet Ithacon on a search and destroy yeah. mission for this alien son of a bitch that they've been chasing. They literally say alien son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's disrupted their mining operation for the past, past six months to the tune of half a million dollars. And their orders from above are to kill the bastard. And they say their motto, which is also funny, Semper Fi, do or die, kill, kill, kill. It's fucking, it's, it's pretty amazing. I, yeah, now, like, the more now that we're actually talking about the plot and we're going to be talking about fucking, I guess, the scare, I'm, dude, I'm, like, getting a second wind out of this. We get our first cutscene, too. <laughs> Straight oh. up computer game 90s cutscene. Oh. Dude, I, yeah. I love this movie, right? But it's rough for the cutscenes, like the the three cutscenes we get in this entire movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why they couldn't get like a prop ship, like what Star Wars kind of did with the whole. That's a good you know, question. Like its practical effect. It might have just been cheaper, honestly, to do those few oh, three definitely. second things. It looks like a video game cutscene. Not even lying. Like that's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah. No. It, that that's what kind of I was like wow wow okay it kind of took <laughs> like, me back to I my was childhood. a little bit taken out at first it looked like a straight up like Star Wars video game cutscene of like oh here's the yeah. ship going to the planet <laughs> the fucking the the like light uh the like uh lens not lens flare but the light flare of the ship thrusters just literally being triangles oh yeah I was kind of like wow that really is like Star Wars Tie Fighter straight up. But no, I mean, none. I mean, dude, that doesn't take anything down from the movie. But it's just kind of like, wow, we get a fully pre-rendered cutscene in a fucking movie. You don't see that very often, man. No, we should get more of it. We re- we really fucking should. If we can like go back to like PlayStation One era graphics, <laughs> it's crazy that they would try that though. Like, I guess it really. I think at this point too, since it's not a theatrical re- release or anything, like. At this point, they know people who are going to see not only Leprechaun 4 in space, but they're also going to have to only rent it. Like, it's not going to be in theaters. They know, like, you're bought in. You're down for the clown. Yeah, like, you are a fan. You're not a fucking faff. No, you are not having no faffs. No faffs on this fucking movie. Um, I mean, the, I just kind of the first 15 minutes as the opening, but there's so much. I don't even want to, like, cover it all because of how much goes on in that 15 minutes. Um, yeah, like guys, if you haven't seen this movie, it is like literally aliens, colonial marines for like you get the first stuff. You get kind of like a uh, Princess Leia look to Princess Arena when she's chained up. In yeah, the 
It's crazy. I de- yeah, and like I mean, obviously Jason X de- did that too, where it was basically just referencing and par- like being a parody of all these other like sci-fi movies. Oh, for sure. But this one, it it just felt like right in your face. Like it felt like Spaceballs. Well, a little bit. We do find out basically the setup is they're going on this planet because this leprechaun has been disrupting their mining operation apparently, and they're trying to they're trying to kill him. He's trying to marry a new girl, leprechaun. Is just yeah. Notice how he kind of he brings it back to Leprechaun too. That's right. It, this gets a little confusing. I will say, like, that's why. Yeah, he says the power is in the goal, but what are you really trying to do in this movie, Lep? He wants to. Well, because yeah, I don't, I don't see what's like. St- well, because first of all, he just wants like a babe, right? Like that. That is kind of like his main objective. No, no, no. Because remember, he's trying to dump her off. His real objective is. Like power, he's gone full power, space yeah. Joker, dude. You know he was saying <laughs> he's going like full Joker, like NFT Sigma male. <laughs> like he's invested in shit. Yeah, he says because um, he wants her royal blood, and he says everyone will bow before him or off with their heads. Mm. He's tired of being treated like a dog. And I did think it was funny too. He called her dad's the stupid old fool for giving his money away to his subjects. Yeah, <laughs> to his loyal subjects. He's a fucking fool. But she's all about that money, so she she's down. And he actually, mm. in his defense, man, always the romantic, he jumps on a grenade for her. He, I mean, yeah. And then he transfers his essence into a dude's cock. Well, that dude, what did he do? He pissed on... Pissed on the grave. No, I mean, that dude fucking deserved to get his dick fucking, like, actually uh, assimilated into, like, Leprechaun's DNA. Yeah, because Leprechaun literally gets... Blown to bits by falling on a grenade for his love, and this dude takes one of his dismembered legs and pees on it. Bad move, bro. Yeah, his third leg's all fucked now. <laughs> There's another alien reference too when she comes out of his dick, or when Leprechaun comes. Yeah, out. <laughs> that's uh, which I is mean, so dude. funny. Uh, I I definitely I I felt like something was coming. And like, well, no one intended by that. But like, I, I really thought that I was like, is he really going to come out of his fucking dick or like <laughs> chest burst out of his cock? I That's I mean, dude, Leprechaun's a silly guy, but I really didn't think he had it in him to do something like that. Something so, I guess, iconic. Iconic and painful. I can't think of anything else he's going to do that's that painful. Because I, I, at first I was like, what, is he going to possess him through his dick? And I'm like, hey, that's like literally the control center for most men. So like, good on Leprechaun for knowing that weak spot we have. But <laughs> dude, that was just it was cr- it was just pretty fucking crazy. That was like something I genuinely didn't expect. That I was kind of like, wow, dude. It's like all bouncing around, like it zoomed in on his pants, like bouncing around, and then just yeah, <laughs> fucking out. did like and he's fucking like ripping out through like the pants and shit. I forgot what that track is called, but it's like a. Like, it's a free domain, like, copywritten free song. Oh, really? It's, like, off to the tracks or some shit like that. Not really, but it's it's a really old song. Well, would you say this movie, I, I'm sure you can't say it's scary now, but when you were, like, 10 years old, do you think this movie would be scary? I, I think, dude, I'll be real. The practical effects for fucking Dr. Mittenhand yes. becomes... Uh, what what does he become? He's like mitten spider. mitten spider. I know it's hard to save that part because it's such it's such a big part of this movie. I can't even. I don't know if I can save it to the practical effects <laughs> because of that. Yeah, dude. It, 
it almost like seriously takes a fucking turn. I really thought that this movie, and I don't know about you, Jordan, did you think that it was going to kind of flip around to become scary when like you see the Dr. Mittenhand became like Mitten Spider? I think it's the scariest part and also kind of the funniest part. Like it's so ridiculous mm. and extreme and so good. Like the effect is amazing. It looks amazing. The heart beating in the fucking like uh, little tube, or I guess the the what would you call it? Just like a jar or a flask? Yeah, the container, or yeah, just the glass container. Just fucking beating, pulsing all that bl- like blood splash around and shit. Yeah, it's all just of like really good practical effects. That's the funny part too, because they knocked it out of the park. This is almost like. the transition period of switching over to CGI especially with horror or moving into a lot mm-hmm. more CGI and they use both which ones stand out like which ones are good all the ones yeah. that are practical well, <laughs> dude in, in their defense though that fucking that Star Wars tie fighters cutscene <laughs> was pretty it was pretty stood out pretty fucking yeah, hard but for the <laughs> worst reasons like it's so bad <laughs> yeah it, it was definitely rough it, it caught my attention though dude because I was really sleepy watching this movie, but when I fucking saw that cutscene, I was like, what the... I literally rubbed my fucking eyes and, like, had a double take. I'm like, Are you, really? We're doing this? It's so bad. There's a few of them, like, when they're, like, shrinking something. Like you I, I didn't right. think that was too bad. They, just, they had, like, a weird, like, film grain, like, like, bl- like red and yellow kind of, like, squiggles and shit. Yeah, but there was something blue that was, like, what was the one where... Yeah, where like they're shrinking the gold. Was that what, it was all so bad. Yeah. And that's but, my uh, thing. Like, I really don't think... They're just trying to make a fun movie, too, and I really don't think they're, oh, yeah. they're thinking 10 years out from now, like, will this look good? Because how could it, especially with how fast mm-hmm. technology changes, especially then? Like, it's just crazy to think that, like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever it is, over 20 years later, 25 years later, people will still watch this movie, and not only that, but the practical effects will hold up and look amazing. Yeah, no, absolutely, dude. I mean, shit. I, I mean, clearly got fucking the thing vibes from just that like body horror that we got to see. Yes, and kind of the fly. Yeah, and the fly, definitely the fly. Actually, just that like insectoid like hybrid. Yeah, just kind of shit. It de- it was super impressive. Like, I think that that is probably one of like the biggest crowning achievements of Leprechaun Four. It's yeah. It's unlike any practical effects I've probably ever seen, especially like in the Leprechaun series. Yeah, Leprechaun Four. Like other than Leprechaun himself, I think that's like literally the second best. And I'm pretty like, sure designed because the special effects person for this was Gabe Bartolos, who oh yeah, he did the first one. I can't remember if he did the third one. I can't. That is definitely something we'd have to look up real quick. But. Yeah, he is. Great, because I know he um, worked with, I think he was like the understudy of, gosh, why am I blanking on him, like the most famous one? I, th- I think I know who you're trying to say. Um, gosh, that's rough. <laughs> Only Yeah. Oh, Tom It'll Savini. Come to you, though, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom Savini. Woof. I was like, Tom, Tom Savini. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that makes sense, because they're both amazing. I wanted to look up too. I'll have to look it up for maybe the next one or something. Like what else Gabe Bartolos has done recently? Oh, he's recent. Oh, I don't know, man. Hopefully, hopefully he's 
been involved with a lot of movies. It just sucks because practical effects are so underutilized now. Yeah, and I, I don't get it, too, because isn't it also sometimes practical can be cheaper if you just get the right person? I don't... It might be different now that CGI is yeah, so yeah. cheap that, like, I think it's cheaper to do CGI, depending on what it is. Yeah. Because now you got to think you're probably... It's not so much you're paying for, like, the materials to create something. It's more so you're paying the talent to use the materials. Yeah. It, at this point, yeah, it's definitely, like, a, a not a lost art form, but it's kind of like... Uh, it's a much more subtle one, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's something that, like, now whenever you see it in a movie, you're like, oh, my God, like, that's fucking awesome. Before, when it used to be the norm. Yeah, and I have a hard time distinguishing because... I know sometimes, like, we saw Slenderman and, like, it... They use in-between sometimes. Like, they'll use practical, but then, like, clean it up with CGI. That's the thing, though. But what I have a hard time distinguishing between it is another example of, like, when they use CGI and practical, I honestly can't really tell what is the practical because you still get that CGI effect a lot of times. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they try cleaning up stuff. Yeah, so a lot of times it just looks like CGI to me, but then I'll be like, oh, no, they're mm. actually using practical effects too. So it's like maybe they're not using as much as they say they are or something. Somehow it still comes out looking like CGI to me. Mm-hmm. It's probably like a consistency choice, if anything, because if they knew what their CGI looked like, they probably put their practical to look similar just so it could look like one thing. So not one shot was better than the other. But that's just kind of like a wild guess. Well, is there anything we need to adjust yeah, in terms of Leprechaun's build? Uh, well, what's kind of crazy and pretty dope is that, again, like we kind of get the Leprechaun from Leprechaun 2 in this one, dude. Really? But obviously with the new higher calling, uh, I mean, obviously he's still going to just be that arcane trickster, but he, bro, <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jordan, he is like level fucking 12 at this point, dude. And, like, just to put that in scope of D&D, like, like, you have level one being, like, a fucking, like, a peasant villager or, like, a chicken, right? Okay. Level 20 is, like, a god, but, like, a level 12 is, like, probably, like, in that time era, one of the best, like, generals in, like, a fucking royal command army or whatever the fuck, right? Okay. So, he is a seasoned vet. You're saying he's only level 12? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say so, only because that, you know, he has crazy DPS. Like he can, like you get hit, like you're pretty, you're pretty much one shot, right? But like he has pretty low AC. Oh, actually, no, I take that back. He dude. takes he the hits, dodging bullets like crazy. But he also takes the hits. No, he yeah, he he sometimes just fucks around, which is that is one thing. Uh, that I was kind of, I don't know how to feel about it. That Leprechaun is just... I mean, he does it in every movie, so really there's no reason why he should be complaining. But what did you think about him kind of, like, exploding again and again and then coming back? Yeah, I mean, he's basically unkillable. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, we see... One one thing, again, that I really like this movie, however, this is going to be, like, the one criticism I have is that we didn't get a lot of gold action. That's where it gets real confusing. So Yeah, because, I mean, he still loves his gold, right? Like, he's still attached to it. Like, thank God it's like his character isn't overhauled to be like, yeah, I just want to rule the fucking world, dude. Yeah, I have that for some of 
the new lore, I was trying to think of like, wh- well, what you're saying about him getting his like basically ripped apart multiple times is like, I guess he kind of sets it up that he's gone like full like God maybe at this point because in the beginning he says when he comes back he's like he says shoot me stab me come at me a thousand ways mm-hmm. still I fight on leprechaun nope. That's what I wrote. He says he basically says he's a thousand demons from hell and as eternal as the yes. sun. Death and destruction are my game. Agony is my name. So like he's like he's gone full like God mode. So I might revoke that level twelve. Yeah, he's probably level like a thousand demons from hell. Se- yeah, like level seventeen. <laughs> okay. Just like just like literally three levels away from actual like divinity. And that that. Not only was that a great, powerful speech, but it basically sets up, like, you can keep coming at me, you can, you can murk me, I'm coming right back. And, bro, what a what a fucking comment to be thrown in the game. Because, like, you know after this, he's still got, like, four or five movies left. Well, yeah. I mean, so, why would that last time of him getting ripped apart stop him? Exactly. He basically does, like, a... You know, he's a respectable man. He'll take, like, okay, you got me this time. That's why he doesn't immediately come back after he falls on that grenade and blows apart. Because he's watching him as he pees on his leg. He's like, all right, I got your number, man. Now just wait. He's like, you won this round, but as a gentleman, we will commence this in the second round. Because he also gets yeah, shot to like, bits. Notice- oh, go ahead, Jordan. Sorry. I was going to say, he just gets shot. He gets blown to bits again by the Marine Dolores. Mm-hmm. And he gets stabbed in the chest by Harold. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. He even remarks on how... It's a shame that these innocent people have to die. Yes, but the road, yeah, but the road to power or like ro- to the throne is like that of a bloody one or whatever. Like he he goes like full fucking Tony Todd almost in the. This is the most poetic he's been because he's really kind of talking about how he feels. Like he's like, you know what? It's a shame that they have to die, but you know, I, he's just so power is not a clean one. No, he says if you give me back my girl, I'll let you guys all go. Yeah, yeah, he's being, he's literally leveling the playing yeah. field. He's like, dude, give me my fucking babe. Cause like, notice how, um, he's not for the, like, it's almost kind of like, this is the Logan. And I know you still haven't seen it. You need to watch Logan seriously because you will get this a lot more. It'll be a lot more sillier. But this is literally the Logan of the Leprechaun series. Like, bro, he's old now. Like, he's really old now. He's in 2096. Uh, he's kind of changed where he's still bringing on that message like gold is power and power is in the gold. He got but lost like, along the way somewhere, man. He's just dude, now he's got his priorities straight. He's got a sick babe. Because you got to think all the movies we're about to see happened before this one. So he's just beaten down. Yeah, man. Th- this is actually, yeah, like literally the last Leprechaun film in the chronological order. He might be just so power hungry at this point i feel like he's got his gold well established and that's why he's not even stressing it because at this point he's dealt with so many fuckers and he really just wants to run the world and he's just he like i say he's space joker man and you know what dude uh he has uh five pots of gold he does he does, yeah, when he like... Or no, I think it's actually four. Let me double take real quick. Let me look at the scene. But he has at, le- at least four pots of gold, right? Yeah, so One I don't remember. every movie, But dude. that proves... Right, so he, 
What's up? That proves it, though. He's been stockpiling. Like, he's not even worried at this point. Yeah. It's kind of like literally, uh, like, he's like a fucking, he's a, he's a gold cow. He's got, like, four fucking hearts. He's a gold it's pig. crazy. Like, he has multiple lives. He is a pay pig. So he's, that princess, he's like. No, he, he's not a fucking pay pig. He dude. knows she's not into him, but he's throwing the money out like it's. He's offering the power. But, uh, dude, I. But just the power's in the gold. He already has that. But the power is also in the blood. That. And he knows that because yeah. he needs her royal bloodline. The power is in the gold mm-hmm. is in the blood. It's funny. I It was so weird. I genuinely thought at first like her hand regenerating was going to be a leprechaun hand. That would be great. <laughs> so she has like a really fucked up tiny like little midget hand. Wow. That's rude. It is rude. I, I didn't mean to call leprechaun a midget. It's... <laughs> I guess vertically uh, inclined. I can't believe no one has called him that yet in this series. What? A midget. Um, I thought they did. I thought... um, Did they do it in the first one? I think in the first or like the second... Or no, the third. Either the first or the third where they're like, fuck, like a midget's attacked me. Oh. Like I got attacked by like a midget. That's right. That might have been the second then. Yeah, midget's such a weird word. Like kind of like... Saying it out loud, thinking about it even. Well, you ready to talk about his filthy little hands? Dude. I already got my hands filthy. Let's go. Ooh, child. You got the arthritis real bad. Your little hands is all knotted up. You need you some good food in your stomach. That's what you need. Now go on and go wash up. Go on. Go on and go wash them filthy little hands. And let some of that hot water run down over them. Quick question. Did Princess Serena die? I'm sorry. I had to readjust something. What's up? Did Princess Serena die? She did not. I didn't think so. Then my kill count is eight. Yeah. So I got... I got that same number. Yeah, the lightsaber kill of the soldier Lucky on the planet. Yeah, dude. He was charmed by the gold. We got lucky. the leprechaun dick explosion. Ugh. We got Mooch, the other Marine. He gets contaminated by flesh-eating bacteria. That's a fucked up way to go. That's rough. At least it was quick. Um, yeah, uh, was it, though? The other Marine, Danny, gets a giant metal crate dropped on him. <laughs> Dolores, the female Marine, gets this little piggied when she's hanging on the balcony. Yeah. She takes fall damage like crazy. <laughs> yeah. And Harold gets knifed in the nuts and then gets a face smashed by a metal plate. Sergeant Hooker gets electrocuted by stabbing into a socket, and we find out he's full cyborg. Yeah. And then Mitt Plot Spider twist. gets liquid liquid nitrogened and shot by Dr. Reeves. Huge kill count. We're almost double in the last one. Love it. Yeah. That face smash was so good. Mm-hmm. What a cool effect, like practical for sure. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, this really is probably, I might just say it flat out, Jordan. Yeah, this might be the best, I guess, practical effect in um, Leprechaun movie. They went balls to the walls. In the series, It's gotta yeah. be, which is probably why I like it so much. I don't, why, I don't even know how would you describe it. It's almost like a giant, like how would you describe how his face looks, the face smash? 
it's like, uh, dude, I, like trying to realistically say how they did it or. Or just like what it even looks like. It's just like a. You know what actually it reminds me of? It reminds me of. Hmm. Did you ever see Spy Kids? Uh, with like which one? There's like a lot. <laughs> well, just like the first one, probably, or any of them. It just maybe, reminds maybe, me. Maybe, maybe I probably watched it when I was very young. Yeah, it looks like one of the like some kind of monster from Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> like a really gross fucking like glob monster or something. Yeah, it's just got his like this weird flat face, and his glasses are smashed into it. Well, <laughs> listen. Lebron had to throw that thing so hard for it to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, D- it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, imagine like Leprechaun chucking a fucking just anything at you at like that kind of velocity. That's, I mean, he could do anything if he could throw, like he should be pitching major leagues the way he flung that thing. <laughs> I mean, maybe he did. We we really don't know everything that happened right. before 2096. Or so. even disc golf, you know. That might true. That might be a little too casual of a game for him, but damn, you could hit Maybe. some hole in ones with that. <laughs> uh, we pitcher's arm, dude. Well, actually, let's talk about our favorite kill. What's your favorite kill? Oh, dude. Okay, every kill was kind of like unique and like standalone. Um, yeah, there weren't any like freebies, which I liked. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, like. Because there's definitely a couple that like I just liked from the silliness, like the like the plate smash was just goofy as fuck. Right. I liked how he like I liked how the practical effect looked for that. Um, I really liked uh the dick explosion because you literally see fucking uh Warwick Davis Superman out of his fucking dick, like literally yeah. flying, like arms outstretched. And that left a huge impression for me. Joe, what, what, what's your favorite kill? I got to think about mine. I, I'm like tied between those. It's two. hard. Because, uh, yeah, Dick Explosion's good. The lightsaber is fun. I got to go with. If I'm going strictly on the death, not anything surrounding it, I would go with Harold. Just because yeah. that whole scene is just so funny. And then, like, the effects of it is awesome. It reminded me of. Uh, Killer clowns from outer space a little bit. That's what his fucking face looked that. like after the like like the flattening. Yeah, he looks <sighs> otherworldly. He doesn't look like a human. <laughs> yeah, he does not look anywhere near like himself anymore. That's how bad Leprechaun just demolished. <laughs> fucking him. smashed his face. Dude, he, <laughs> <laughs> he really fucked his shit up, dude. Oh my god, I don't know, dude. I it's really hard, Jordan, because I just love him supermaning out of the dude's dick. Just, That's a good one, man. But if we're going off the kill, right? That's a good like, one, though. I mean, that did kill him. <laughs> and that's how he shows up. I'm, I'm back, bitch. Pow. I, I, dude, I, I think I'm going to go with that one because, like, it just left such an impression where I was, like, equally super uncomfortable and, like, oh, dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Leprechaun, chill, man. And just that iconic fucking land. He, dude, if he did a superhero landing and shit, too, he's, like, covered in fucking cum or whatever. <laughs> 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 that would be fucking crazy. He's like, dude, this is nuts. Oh, this is nuts. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> I, that, I, dude, I, that, I don't think nuts. I've ever had such mixed feelings of like, oh, that's so funny, but wow, am I uncomfortable. 
I mean, it's kind of long too. Like, it doesn't just happen. Like, you see his like pants keep moving around, and she's like, "What's happening?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "What do you do, do to me?" They're like freaking out. What did you do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the whole. Th- say, I don't the whole blame sequence you. Sequence is just great. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you get but a if- taste of what this movie is going to be with the lightsaber kill. Like, wow. Yeah. But then that yeah. is just like, oh, especially if you haven't seen it before. Like, okay, this is bonkers. <laughs> I oh I because like. The fucking face flat, just the sound effect also made me laugh. Like, I, I, like, busted a gut. Like, I laughed pretty hard just hearing that super cheesy-ass, like, <laughs> and, like, seeing the fucking end result of him being, <laughs> See, props like, to everybody for going all in, especially Warwick Davis, too, like... Oh, yeah. Going all in on it. Fucking, just, it's great all around, like, needless to say, dude. If you've seen this already, then... It just the movie speaks for itself. It's so fucking enjoyable. It's so funny too. It's the funniest one yet for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Cause it, it's like almost like in hindsight. Cause like that fucking just oh God, just that Superman that like that caught my eye, Jordan. Like I don't think I've ever been so focused on a fucking screen. And I'm and dude, I'm a <laughs> gamer, real? right? Oh, but I've gamer, never been boy. so glued to the screen when you just see that fucking quick shot of him busting through his dick flying like superman like <laughs> i i want to i want to see the behind the scenes of how they did that it, it just it was such a fucking crazy impression where i'm like dude this movie's gonna be fucking wild we gotta make a gift of that oh that dude um. it's like babe come over it's like, <laughs> i'm busy <laughs> my parents aren't home you see <laughs> dude oh it's just so good i just love it that's that's definitely, I feel like, one of the... Uh, and what's crazy, I don't know, I because obviously I kept away from the YouTube videos where it's like, I think, Fandango that does those like movie clips. Right. Like 1 through 10, yada, yada. They just like cut up the movie into like little like excerpts. Right. And see, like big, the biggest scenes. I don't know if that's actually a scene on YouTube. I don't know. The whole like dick kill. I don't know. It might be... I, I would have to look that up, but I, I didn't see anything. But obviously I wasn't looking for it, so I don't know, but... Do you think it's too racy uh, for YouTube? I mean, it doesn't show anything, really. I mean, you can watch the movie on YouTube. You have to pay for it. Well, yeah. I I could imagine that. But I mean, like, uh, free YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? You can watch movies that actually (laughs) have just explicit nudity in it, but you can't really watch a free video. That makes no sense. Um, Yeah, well, it's only because they're getting paid for it, that's why. But also, you know, it's, it's a movie, so it has an ESPR rating. Or no, ESPR is... Gaming. Does that also apply to movies, or is that like another acronym? What? ESBR? I think ESBR is... I have no idea what that is. I I think that's just gaming. That's like a rating system that a company does for games. Oh, it's like rated E for everyone, E+, stuff like that. But well, did you want to brush up any other like details or practical effects? Yeah, because I mean, we mostly talked about the effects side of it. I mean, I'm going all out on limb, and I'm saying that Mitten Spider... Is peak practical effects on not only Leprechaun yeah. movies but like Vol horror movies. It's up there. It's amazing. It's yeah, it, and it's like out of nowhere, dude. Because it's you think not like necessary a, for sure. Like they just went balls to the walls. I love it. And I think that just speaks volumes too. When it's like they just did not need it at all. They could have just killed the guy off from like a body explosion or whatever the fuck. But like they really gave him like. Like a fucking necromorph dead space design. Like a really crazy fucking 
terrifying mix of like an insect humanoid, spider leg, scorpion tail. It's disgusting. It's like scary. It's like funny. It's also sad because you're like, damn, yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy. Um, dude, I. Oh, go ahead. Just no. I, I was just gonna say, like, it really kind of like reinvigorated that first time I ever watched The Fly. How like yes. genuinely disturbed I was, and dude, I'll be real. Like when I went to go watch The Fly for the first time, I was like maybe you know fifteen, sixteen. So I was definitely a lot older than like how I've seen other movies, like uh, The Thing when I was like ten or some shit. You're seeing the Jeff Goldblum but, like, one. What's up? The Jeff Goldblum, David Carnaby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that is the original, right? No, it's a remake. Or is that? Oh no, no, because the original is a way older film, right? Yeah, like black and white. Okay, so I, I, I yeah, I saw the Jeff Goldblum one, like the quote unquote remake or whatever. Yeah, Cronenberg's the master of body horror. Yeah, dude. When I saw that, because I was going in like, oh, the fly, like it's just gonna be like a cool movie. It's whatever. Like I actually just felt very uncomfortable, like super disturbed. Seeing that, like, him coming out of the machine and shit, like, fully mutated, that, like, kind of, like, jump scare when it's, like, all smoke and shit and he comes out of it. Oh, and yeah. I, at that point, I was like, dude, okay, what the fuck? I did not expect it to, like, take that kind of turn. Well, I, I might be biased, but I really think practical effects and good body horror have to go together. Like, oh, well, absolutely. You can't do fuck. You can't do, like, the 2011 thing where, like, your I body horror CGI. It. It looks so fucking goofy. I will say Tusk must be practical too, because that if you want a feeling oh, like definitely. the fly, yeah, that's like that's peak. Okay, but Tusk that's is fucked up. Yeah, Tusk is super. Yeah, fucked that's up. a fucked movie. Yeah, but also kind of funny too. Like it's crazy. Yeah, no, dude. That, like I, I'll be real. Like movies. That are like that. Well, what what is that like called, Jordan? Do you know what that's called? Like movies that are like you. It's literally just hopelessness. Like you're watching a dude basically like just like dread. Like what's up? I don't know about a genre, but it's just like kind of like dread. It's not like yeah. It's like just dread or like not, like dread porn almost. Yeah. It's like I know. Just this crazy, I don't really prefer. Like, like I do like those movies, but only once is really all you need to watch. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm never gonna rewatch like one of those movies. Like Requiem but like, of first a Dream. time watching it. Leaves like a fucking impression, dude. Have you ever seen Requiem of a Dream? Requiem of a Dream? I maybe that sounds probably not. That's although like although the name sounds really familiar to me. Yeah, I always say it wrong. It's Requiem for a Dream. That's like oh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, that's like one of the, maybe the highest dread movies you'll ever see. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I, I want to look it up, but I don't. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think I know it. So I don't. Or just despair. I guess you could say. Yeah, is it a uh, like? Could you like beat around the bush of like what the theme is? Like, um, it's like drugs, uh, drugs. It's just like really dark. Dang, it's oh, got okay. an eight point three on IMDb. Oh. Who who's the main character? Who acts in it? Jared Leto's in it. Jared Leto. He's the main character, or he's he's one of them. Yeah, one of them. Okay. It's not that movie where the ending is like him going into a room and it's like a giant fucking like. You just gotta watch it, man. Elder Tro- okay. All right. No, I might be thinking of a different movie. Yeah, it's a movie you only want to see once. <laughs> God. But it's oh also God. like yeah, an no, ama- they- it's conflicting because it's an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Just that you'd never want to kind of go through that again. Yeah. God, imagine editing movies like that where it's like you literally have to go back <laughs> and forth over and over again just to make sure everything's like perfect. 
Well, the only other thing I had for the effect was just that last middle finger in space from Leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. As funny as it was, the green screen effect was brutal. <laughs> like you could see Rough. where they like yeah. drew around. See a somewhere. white outline. Yeah. It just was silly stuff. But that is a hilarious ending, though. Oh, Amazing. yeah. It was so good. It, I mean, it's so lighthearted, too, because it just knows what it is. Yeah. There's no, like, there's no trying. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, let's go over some little tidbits here. Yeah, yeah. Um, according to Dave Trepay, the executive in charge of production for the first three movies, this film originally started out as a spoof of Apollo 13 from 1995. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I guess a senior... Trimark executive saw the promo art for Apollo 13 and immediately had artwork made up replacing Tom Hanks face on the poster with Leprechaun's face and this is what started the script work <laughs> for the movie which is awesome <laughs> that's just started as a joke awesome. yeah just hearing that it makes me think that like I'm glad that Trimark was like such a like small sport like so, yeah because they were just down oh. to do fun shit yeah yeah uh, the title character is never once in the film referred to as a leprechaun. He is only called alien, monster, yeah. bastard, or some combination thereof. Um, the sound of the doors opening and closing are taken from the original Doom video game, where it was the sound of the elevators. I fucking thought so, dude. I, I totally wanted to knew. say that. I, I was like, I didn't want to be that gamer and be like, bro, I got a lot of Doom vibes. It sounded a lot like Doom. I didn't specifically think of Doom. But I just thought of, like, there's a few sounds where I thought, like, oh, I've heard that a bunch of times. A mm. lot of times in video games because they use a lot of the same sounds. Um, yeah, like a, like a Half-Life door opening where it's, like, that very kind of, like, I guess I can say, like, just generic, like, like, just, you know, like, when you hear it, you hear it and, like, you recognize it because it's, like, dude, it's like, that geez. sound effect is used in so many, like, like you know, non-profit games or just very low-budget games. There's a specific sound. I've never gotten the name of it. Maybe someone can help me out. It's like, I've heard it since I was a kid, and I hear it like once a year and something. And I'm like, oh, there's the sound. It's like this almost like dragon cry noise or like monster noise. I first heard it in uh, Warcraft 2 when mm -hmm. I was a kid, and I heard it so many times that we used to play Warcraft 2 so much. That now, yeah. whenever I hear it, I know that sound is like, Bruh! it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, dude. Okay. I don't, yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's a very specific sound. And I hear it, like I said, once a year. <laughs> like, oh, cool. That sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, dude. I don't know. Cause obviously, like, uh, you know, like games back then obviously couldn't handle like a lot of like, you know, fi like audio file formats. So it would be like either compressed or like they just would only have sound effects for like cutscenes in those games. So uh, it, it must have been like a really big game that had that dragon sound effect. It was, it might, I might be tripping now. It might have been Kohan, but I feel like it was Warcraft. It was, I can't remember if there's dragons. Wait, Warcraft. Conan or? No, Kohan. Oh, Kohan. Oh, oh. Which is very similar to Warcraft 2. Yeah. It was in one of those games where you would, create dragons i can't remember if warcraft 2 had dragons i think it did and then like when they were getting birth they'd go <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> yeah yeah i feel doesn't game of thrones use that i i've never watched it but don't I, they use like i might have heard sometimes? it in like, i've heard it in a bunch of video games yeah like skyrim or something like that just games <laughs> that revolve around dragons yeah it's a, but okay. you could use it i've heard it not just for dragons though 
So be on the lookout. Yeah, like for monsters, aliens, shit like that. I'm putting a bolo out on it. Oh. Be on the lookout. Um, we talked about, you know, Leprechaun obviously uses the labor, and we've talked about he's been in multiple Star Wars movies. There's a tie there. Um, at about eight minutes into the film, two Millennium Falcon toys can be seen painted into the walls of the dropship, which I definitely did not see. I did not see that either. Damn, what the hell Damn was it. I doing, dude? Uh, we got Leprechaun 4 in Space is the first film in the series to have a subtitle after the number. That's so useless information. Um, I, we talked about some of the references. I guess there's a specific reference to the fly, the 1958 one, when uh, the spider squeals out, help me. So I didn't catch that. Uh, there's references to Dr. Mittenhand displaying aspect of Dr. Strangelove's character. And, I mean, that's it. We talked about some of the alien references with Leprechaun bursting out of the dick, the robot man, Leprechaun being shot into space at the end, which Jason actually did that too, Jason X. It's like the only way they know. That's why I'm like, yes, they're... Yes, they're spoofing it, parodying it, whatever, but also, like, or are they just not being very original, too? There is part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, though, you know? Yeah, I mean, you you don't find this movie laughable, do you? I absolutely fucking do. <clears throat> where, where, where's the bit? You... As a monster, <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I really don't want to be rude, but I had no idea. I mean, how very droll you are! How wonderfully amusing! You find me laughable? Only slightly, dear boy. Only slightly. Okay, so I mean, plot holes of continuity are kind of. Everywhere, but There's not like, anywhere either. Yeah, the, I'll only say this: when Sticks went to like the control room before he got all like webbed up, it the pacing was like really off. Like I like all of a sudden, like he's you know working on the computer, he turns around, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Because like he gets jumped by a mitten spider, and then like. All of a sudden, though, he's, like, perfectly fine, but he's just, like, wrapped up in a cocoon, but he's typing on the computer still. Yeah, I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah, like, I that that's the only time the movie's actually genuinely lost me, though. Other than that, I it I mean, it, it kept consistent with what it was doing. With what, I mean, yeah. Obviously, there's, like, shit that, you know, people shouldn't have done and that they're, they're way smarter than that. But it's, like, it's Leprechaun, dude. I mean, they, they, they keep their lore tight. And their and their characters even tighter. I mean, this is just like this is going with the th- whole concept of the movie. It's fine. It's just funny how like he literally takes a blue vial of liquid called DNA and a live scorpion and a live tarantula and just puts them in a blender and injects it into his head. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love the low budgetness of it too. Because nowadays you'd have a movie they always want to show the injection point, you know. So it's like, yeah, this is real. Whereas, yeah, and they'll sometimes do like that cheesy fucking zoom in with the particles and molecules going into the bloodstream, right? Shit like that. Did yeah. you see what this one? Literally, it's just Leprechaun 
doing it behind oh. his head. So I was like, yep, I'm injecting it in his head. <laughs> oh, it's in his head. And he's uh, like, oh. I love that low budget stuff because it achieves the same result. And mm-hmm. it's funny. But yeah, also just blending him up. Yep, I got this DNA here. <laughs> Tarantula. Uh, <laughs> yep. Now inject it. Jeez, if that's that easy to make someone a mitten spider, we got to try that out. <laughs> yeah, not it. Um, also, when you were talking about what's his name, sticks in the computer room, yeah, all of them at the end when they just guess his password as wizard, like with wizard. the last, yeah, time. yeah, I don't know what that was. Gosh. I, dude, I honestly thought, and I'm, I don't want to say I'm disappointed, but I definitely thought it was going to be Leprechaun. I thought Leprechaun would have changed the password. Oh, no, that's a plot twist. Yeah, and so they're like, "What? What the fuck? What, what could the password be?" He's like, "Like, what about what about the alien?" He's like, he "They're like, try science or something." <laughs> it's so yeah. bad. It's, it's like, so dude. bad. It's good. Oh, dude. Also, I didn't. I didn't even get to like mention this really for continuity or whatever. Well, I mean, it's not for continuity, but I'll say, however. Uh, they did the same bits that they did in Leprechaun Three, where uh, yes, Leprechaun like he's like a wet, he's like a cowboy. Then he's like a construction worker talking about safety and shit. Wait, there was a cowboy one. Yeah, when he jumps out of the uh, dude's penis and he lands, uh, she like pulls a gun on him. And oh, <laughs> he fuck! He does like a Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were specifically. I loved it. He I had did a love sheriff that. badge and shit. <laughs> yes, it's awesome. It's really good. That whole thing was funny. I love that. I that's like I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched Leprechaun in the Hood, but like, I really hope that they at least try to do that where Leprechaun gets like dripped out and like Crip, <laughs> like a blood outfit or something, or just any kind of like other character. Well, we do have the benefit. I, it, like him being Freddy is really dope. I mean, this director brought it in, and then obviously he's doing this one, so we have that benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the construction hat one was great too, because that was exactly like the other one where it's like a background there, or like it's like a TV, like he's doing a yeah. workplace safety. That was such a good um, practical effect too. Him slowly cutting <laughs> yeah. off like both of his fingers, and he has a good line too. He says, "As Shakespeare said, shit happens." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blows up his fucking burning middle finger. I love that. All that is just it's gold. Great. Yeah, the only things that kind of drag on there's not too many i feel like maybe the first half there's more dragging points a little bit when they get back to the ship that's when the movie actually kind of starts to you know pick back up a little bit yeah surprisingly i feel like jason x is a lot more boring surprisingly this one doesn't have much boringness though there's always some wacky shit going on for the most part yeah i i might also just have a hot take i really like jason x just for the goofiness of it i i was never really bored when watching it but um, it wasn't goofy enough one, though this one's so goofy yeah this one yeah knee deep in the fucking goof that's the and problem like, i think jason x suffers from it didn't it didn't go hard enough on the goofiness yeah because like i mean like literally you're comparing leprechaun like this whole character personality to like a silent killer right so obviously like he needs to act more, you know, bodily, bodily speaking. He needs to perform in a more comedic manner, but he can't do that. It's very difficult when he doesn't have that, like, narrative. So Yeah, that's rough because he's just naturally already funny. Like, he's a, the whole character is set up to be funny, whereas Jason is like, yeah. 
and you're just going to piss a lot of people off. So they try to play the middle ground almost. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I will say, I, I, if we're talking about some some new like lore type things too, uh, Leprechaun. I think these are the worst bars of any movie, though. <laughs> Not words. He says some hilarious shit, but the actual rhyming. Yeah, no, he he just kind of like. He's not so much rhyming anymore. He's kind of just like creating Bible verses. Right. He was reminding me of who was it? Go Candyman, I guess, like you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's being very more like <laughs> he's playing a more biblical character in this. I mean, with age, I guess, comes philosophy and That's true. Just, again, this is definitely like this is the Logan of Leprechaun. I know I already said that about literally the last one, but this one's definitely. No, you like, said now we can you wanted to her. make a movie that was like Logan, where there's a younger version of himself. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like a clone Leprechaun. I think you're just really into Logan right now. Oh well, right now. I mean, I don't. I really don't think that you know whoever's going to play as the new Wolverine. I there. I mean, it, it's just already going to be predisposed. They won't be as good as Hugh Jackman. Just like Warwick Davis and Leprechaun. For real. So we also established that he can uh, smell the scent of his one true love. That's how he's tracking her inside the ship. Gold. <laughs> no, the girl. Oh, is it the... No, it was the, the uh, princess. He can, like, smell her. No, no, it was. He Yeah, he also did another goof because he, he talked about the girl first and then he talked about the gold later when they were in the cargo because he got, oh, now I can smell my love. Oh, Setting it up yeah, for a later so joke. A little play on words. Um, he does still keeps with doing his illusion and trickery because he pretends to be a naked Dr. Reeve, mm-hmm. um, which is so cringe, and, but part of why it's so funny. Because mm-hmm. it's her, obviously, as the actor, which is Leprechaun's voice pretending to be her. But she like does this thing where like she like turns to the camera. Yeah. And it makes like, no kind sense. Of a fourth wall break. Yeah. Because it's like she's talking to the audience, thank you, you saved my life. It does like a sexy wink thing at the audience. It makes no sense. <laughs> but it's still hilarious. Yeah, no. Like, I, I definitely, that was that was like kind of another, like, I guess, like, bump on the road. Just kind of felt like, not out of place, but kind of just like, uh, all right. That's cool, I guess. I'm, I'm all right with it. Well, the one thing we kind of touched on but what's confusing for me was that basically, like we said, he doesn't want gold in this movie. Yeah. He wants respect well, and power. He wants power, but he realizes that his gold was taken. That's what I don't get. From his, his base. Because before they leave the ship, Leprechaun is looking for his gold. Yeah. And he gets all pissed. He doesn't want to leave it. Because they shrunk it. Mm-hmm. But previous lore has told us he can teleport it to himself, right? And also, he could literally fix it. He could make it big. But remember, they were talking about someone stealing stuff from the mining operation, which is supposed to be Leprechaun. So, was he stealing back his gold they were mining? Maybe, or he was kind of doing a Leprechaun too and just Get taking more gold. gold. Okay, that's why I don't know. I, mean, I would assume yeah, that, it's more gold. It, yeah, this is definitely like a like almost a retcon of Leprechaun from Leprechaun too. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of relapsing on his older ways. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. 
it kind of sounded like it's almost like he was trying to take over the universe with the princess when all this shit went down when they stormed him and then it just so happens like he also like needs his gold like they're separate things almost yeah <laughs> which is he's got his priorities though i mean at least he's still with the gold he's and he does that iconic one liner he's like gold is power power is gold he's the original mob for money over bitches <laughs> look at that uh but it's like already 20 like 96 though that's true wow he's still into little wayne in 2096 come on leprechaun that's pretty dope i mean i mean that shows that he's a real fan well maybe like he counts his teenage years as like the early 2000s so like you know you everybody still listens to stuff they listen to when they were teenagers so that is true. He's just on that M- Maybe. MOB Birdman so, yeah, shit. I guess, what, like 4,000 years down the road in 2000, he was like, yeah, I vibe with this. This is, you know, this is what I'll, I'll imprint to. Well, no, because if we're not counting the second as canon, the first one, he's 600 years old in 96, hmm. 92, 93. In 93, 600 something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another 1000 years would be 2096 so he's about 1600 years old give or take well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait he's a middle aged and when no, little when, wayne when, came out well no, no i know but like well, the first movie was what 1996 right 93 oh 93 okay but so he would be a, th- a thousand years would be two thousand nine hundred and ninety three. Okay, I'm off by three years. years. Right? Huh? Two thousand ninety six is what year it is in this one. Yeah. So I I know obviously I might be off by three years, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm going in general. No, you, I thought you said a thousand years. Oh yeah, you're right. You a, said a thousand. You, oh, it would okay, just be a yeah. hundred, right? A hundred from ninety three. Being- yeah, you're right. I was so scared. I was just being fucking retarded. Like I really thought I was doing my math wrong. No, no, you're right. So then, okay, yeah. I'm. So he would only be 700. So yeah, no, 600 is like his teens. Yeah, he's 700 and 100 something. years is like. So, no, he's he's still an old man. Then when Lil Wayne came out, he's past middle age. <laughs> well, he's like uh, 50. Yeah, 60. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, this is. A, we're going deep on this rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. we're we're getting real deep into lore and like. He's not. We're not even in the hood yet, so we really don't know. Because now we're gonna get a prequel. Maybe in the hood we'll find out. Oh, why? Yeah, he's so impre- You know, that's early two thousands. Wow, in the it hood. Is. Look at that. Look, Look at, that. at that. Full circle, Jordan. And we just closed that rabbit hole. And that just shows you how much of an influence the hood had on him. Yeah, maybe he spent the rest of his years before the world became like a very cyberpunk esque Star Wars universe. He spent it just in the hood. You know, he might have left the hood, but the hood didn't leave him. Facts. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, are we really going to say, though, that Leprechaun didn't have a hand in creating that future that we have to look forward to? I feel like he did something shady. Talking about for 96? Yeah, to get us where we're at in 96. I mean, I feel like... He did something, man. Cause here's the thing, like here's here's a real here's a real funny thing. How did he get on like Tythar? Tythar, are you making up names? No, what's that fucking planet called? Oh, Zythar. Oh, Dominia. 
Or the first one is like Ith. No, no. Dominia isn't the planet. Dominia is where the princess is from, but they're on like a planet called like Tythar or something. It starts with an I. You're really making me go on the notes here. Oh, Ithar. Ithar, I think. It's something like that. Yeah. How did he get on that planet? Ithacon. Ithacon. Wow. Why would you make me know the exact planet? Um, because well, what do you mean? How did it's he your get favorite there? Fucking Leprechaun movie. Yeah. How did he get to that planet? I feel like that's there's movies. How did he get to Dominia? He's been around, man. Also, that kind of reminded me. Remember when the Sarge? Uh, they were talking about how like scary the planet they were on was, and he's like, "Well, have you ever been to <laughs> Detroit? Detroit? Yeah." I know there's so much I didn't even cover in my notes. I just wrote down all the funny jokes. Like there's so much, <laughs> there's so many funny jokes. Like it's great. I like when too when um, the princess from Dominia just flashes them and she's just sitting there. Yeah, I don't. I was expecting literally anything else to happen other than her to just like close her fucking bra back up and walk away. And then she goes, yeah. Like, what, are there going to be snakes coming out of her tits or something? Or, like, some kind of, like, alien? She's going to turn out to be, like, a really, like, scary alien? No, nope. They just say when a woman from Dominia shows you her breaths, it's a death sentence. That's, you know. And that whole Sergeant Hooker cross-dressing <laughs> drag. Fucking gold. Amazing. This movie's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what's that whole interaction between, I forgot her name. Dolores, the sergeant, when she's like, she asks if it's her fault that Kowalski died because she's the one who gave him a boner. Oh, she literally yeah. says that. I was <laughs> uh, like, hey, like, hell, I'd like to go out standing like he did, standing, like, tall. standing tall. And she's like, oh, yeah. And he and just looks disgusted. He gives that, like, he furrows his brow and he's like, doesn't even say anything. He just fucking walks away. He looks so disgusted with it. <laughs> and I like how his first answer, everyone's like, first answer. Always in the movie, he's like, he's a Marine. So they just keep saying that to everything. Like, he's a Marine. <laughs> yeah. Um, would you say that all those Marines got themselves k- killed because they were, everything they just kept saying, we're just following orders? Oh, man, we're really bringing back the Geneva <laughs> Convention. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, I we already kind of briefly touched it when... Leprechaun himself basically said that, you know, it's a shame that these innocent lads have to die, but, you know, the road to power or, like, the road to the throne is not, like, the cleanest or not, like... He tried to give him an out, and that's why I'm not going to say Leprechaun's a full bad guy. He's complex. He literally said, you give me the princess and I'll spare all your miserable lives. Exactly. And, like, the only reason why he dick-bursted out of that guy... Was because he pissed on him first. I mean, the disrespect is. I mean, that guy deserved it. Let's be real. The dick burst. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many jokes I wrote down, but I think it should just come down to watch the movie because it's just amazing. Oh, please. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Even if you've already watched it, but it's been a while, you definitely need to recap on this. How about the one where Sergeant Hooker says to Harold, Listen, you pencil necked geek, take me to the doctor, I'll rip out your teeth and shit down your throat. Yeah. He goes, Thank you, but I've already had my lunch. That's uh, some space ball shit right there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That line, I was kind of like, all right, dude. Like, that wasn't really a good comeback. No, but that's why Harold's such a pencil neck geek. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I've already yeah, had my no, lunch. I mean, he played the character well, it's definitely. So and maybe maybe that was the point, just to kind of be like, ugh. 
I feel like everyone that, like that's your best. A lot of people this like reviews and stuff that I saw was just like says how it falls into the so bad it's good territory with like the room and those kind of movies. Which I don't mm. disagree that it's not so bad it's good, but I give it so much more respect than that because everybody's aware of what this movie is while they're doing it. Oh yeah. Even the movie's self aware. Yeah, when the movie's self aware, like I mean, you obviously will notice that it's obviously acting as corny or cheesy or silly as it is, not because of like coincidence. Right. Like, yeah. Like it, it it's doing that very thing that you think it's like not trying to do. Because they know that the only way to really make this movie work is to make it just full balls to the wall silly. Yes, and thank God they did. Yeah. Well, I think we should uh, get into our last thoughts. And, you know, I lost my train of thought. But basically... (laughs) I'll wait. (laughs) Dude, fuck. You all right? Basically, the transition? Yeah, go ahead. Well, Jordan, as the saying always goes, man, and this happens a lot to you, you know, you lose, you just can't outsmart a genius. You lose. (laughs) I fooled you. Now there's nothing to protect you. I have the gold coin, and there's no stuffing me now. You can't outsmart a genius. Oh, you saved me big time on that one. Dude, I got you. We all, the co-host is for After that hour 30 mark, I just start powering down. Hey, man, that, that's where I start powering on. So. <laughs> Power up, big boy. All right. Let's talk dude. about some ratings. Hit me with them. This, I'm kind of sad to report this, but it's a 3.5 on IMDb. 17% tomato meter. And People have the right to be wrong, Jordan. That's true. It's a twenty-one uh, percent audience score on, tomato, on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't even think the last wow. one didn't even have any critic review. So at least some people have rated it fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Not that I care yeah. that much about Rotten Tomatoes, but the three point five on IMDb is what it is. That hurts. Kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, because wasn't the last one like a five point four? I think it was a five flat, which is tied for the highest. Five flat. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. With uh, the most recent, the 2018 one. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but Jordan, what would you rate it then? Oh, my rating? Yeah. <laughs> now, hold your horses. <laughs> Seven. One of my most highest rated movies yet that we've done. That is pretty fucking insane. What did you rate uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I don't know. Maybe like... Wasn't that also like one of your highest or... No. Or is that... Chris rated Chris it high. Yeah. Highest. I didn't rate it that high. Uh, I actually probably have it on the spreadsheet, which I need to update. Killer Clowns, I gave a four and a half. What did I give it? Didn't, didn't I give it like a really high... No, you gave it a five. Five? Okay. Uh, Chris gave it uh, a 6.3. 6.3? So, yeah. I... But yeah, going back to <laughs> Leprechaun Fort, dude. Let me tell you about my seven. Uh, what's up? Let me tell you about my seven. Oh yeah, I'm so <laughs> fuck. I'm so sorry. I, I, I dude, I because I already kind of I felt like I knew what you were gonna say, so I'm like, dude, you're justified. Like I feel that I vibe with it. But yeah, what? Yeah. Why did you give it? To well, seven? when you mentioned Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I legitimately do enjoy this movie so much more than Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Not that I don't like it, 
But I don't know, man. It's I'm putting a lot into that. Like, it's just really fun. Like I said, it's self-aware, so it's just like I don't know. There's a lot of there's just a lot of good comedy in it. I mean, for a horror movie, it's not the scariest movie, but like one of the things it does do effectively with that crazy body horror is like super impressive. They're on a shoestring budget, one point six million dollars. And what they tackle to be to a space movie is in the fourth freaking uh like edition of a movie, it's impressive. I love every part of it. I love what they do with it. And I would totally watch this movie again. I don't know. I just I'm a I'm a f not having a faff. I am a fanboying over it. You're 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 a raff, a real ass fan. <laughs> yes. That's what it is, bro. I'm having a rap. And I'll tell you what, to add on to what you were saying, I I fucking love my Star Wars references. I love Alien. Uh this movie just having the context of like the overall like satire and like the direction, like this director seriously pulled this series out from its lowest point after the second movie. Seriously. Like, the second movie really could have just been a one and done and just killed the franchise, like, altogether. For sure. Like, if the second one didn't make, like, what, like, $100,000 back? Like, like it it got, like, a decent amount of money back, right? It basically broke even. Yeah, broke even. Like, if, if it had not even, like, broken even... I really felt like that would have been the last Leprechaun movie we would have ever seen. And it's crazy, too, how many people that haven't really watched the Leprechaun series had only thought there was two of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because remember, uh, a couple of buddies at work were like, oh, I thought there was only two oh, Leprechaun yeah. movies. Yeah, I mean, a couple of my buddies were like, wait, you guys watching Leprechaun 4? I thought there was only fucking two. Really? My buddy Scotty was like that. Yeah, dude. Wow. They're having a foff now. They are having it. Well, they don't even claim to be fans. They're like, oh, I've heard of Leprechaun. I, I have never seen it, but it's. I guess it's cool, right? It's a, it's a short guy killing people. And, and you like, associate well, with these people? Yeah, but they reference powers in the gold. I mean, you have all these fucking like, nonstop jokes. Like, literally, Leprechaun Superman's that hoe. <laughs> it's full of fucking just crazy out there practical effects. This is probably the best looking Leprechaun movie from practical effects standpoint. Now the CGI cutscene, that's you know, that's, that, that's a whole other story. But the actual practical effects in this were fucking just superb. And especially on that shoestring budget, like it, it just has to be recognized. I and wonder. Like, when you have that context and you watch this movie and you just enjoy it for how like very almost kind of like personally catered it is towards like you know us the real ass fans of leprechaun where it's like all right dude we fucking struck gold with the third one right so like fourth one going all with the funnies do the bits that we did in the third one basically just saving the series so you know what man all those people that rated this fucking movie low called it dog shit dog water you know what man you're a fucking pedophile you're a fucking pedophile (laughs) bringing it back Bringing it back, you fucking, you fucking pedophile, <laughs> you fucking pedophiles, reading my fucking leprechaun, fucking three. But dude, no, like I, I, Jordan, I'm exactly with you. With this is a seven for me. Wow, double sevens. That's got to be the highest rated between the two of us yet. 
Oh, absolutely. I I think what was Leprechaun three? You you rated it a little bit lower than me, right? Yeah, I didn't rate it that high. I I did I give Leprechaun three an eight? I think I you gave, like it I gave it a six. If I remember huh? correctly, I think you gave it a six. A six, really? Which is still good. Yeah, yeah, good. I. What what movie in recent? I I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking then that I gave a movie an eight. I really cannot remember what movie that was then. I don't know that you have. Had I ever? I don't think I ever had. Maybe maybe dude. That's maybe just trick or treat. I mean, dude, who knew calling people pedophiles will just deteriorate your brain so much? Well, actually, yeah, no, I, I give this movie like a straight seven. This is now the original Candyman. Okay. By the way, I gave it eight point nine, and you gave a seven too. So that's definitely higher. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I definitely felt like there was an eight that I heard. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I don't have my spreadsheet is... updated yet. Oh, you're updating it right now? No, no, I just don't have it updated that high. Ah, uh, okay, but, yeah, yeah. This is peak Leprechaun, dude. This is it, man. Yeah. Let's see if we can ride that so. high into the next one. I was going to ask you just a quick thought. Like, do you think Brian Trenchard Smith? Because I know, like I said, his thing is that he's known for is like on tight budgets, small budgets, getting phenomenal movies. Do you think mm-hmm. like with three million dollars, this would movie would be like almost twice as good, or do you think like he probably just needs to be in the he needs to be in the crunch zone of money to get? See, now that's the thing, dude. Because honestly, what what I think personally how it works out, right, is that having such a low budget is such a huge motivator for all right, we need to like work with efficiency and like what we're shooting is like what, like basically it like focuses him right on what needs to be done and how they're going to do it. So I think that you can be a lot more precise because you don't want to fuck up anything. So you're definitely being far more careful with a shorter budget. I think that if he had a larger budget, I, it's really hard to say because I feel like, when you hear that you have a larger budget, especially $3 because he had, what, 1.5 for this or 1.6? 1.6, but... 1.6, okay, yeah. Me. I mean, you, if you double that, 1. essentially... $1.45 million or $1.52 million? What's up? Was oh, it yeah. Just, yeah. Was it $1.46 million or $1.47 million? Yeah, I definitely feel if... It, it basically, if his budget was doubled, I, c- I could only imagine that the CGI, he would have more practical effects. Like Because some of the kills were a little bit off-screen. Yeah. A little bit cutaways. So I think he would definitely flesh out those kills. So it would be better, I feel like, definitely in terms of quality. But also I think that that small budget really helps him like focus on what needs to be done and to like make gems out of things, you know? Yeah. I agree with you. Maybe he could have done another cool practical effect. Because he probably spent a lot of money... Getting that spider thing created, but yeah. it really didn't. There was no reason it had to be in the movie. He did that just because it was did it awesome. To do it. Yeah. And because they could, mm. which is so cool. Um, Are we voting in this into the House of a Thousand Horrors? Oh, dude. Absolutely fuck not. Wow, dude. We got <laughs> to, man. Had you had your fucking brow furrow for a second there. Yeah. I would have been yeah, real absolutely fucking lootly, dude. Don't don't even goof around with that shit. Even though I started goofing, yeah, dude. This is like, I'll be real. Uh, I definitely foresee the high kind of falling down. But one, three, and four are like 
just the go-to leprechaun movies for sure and the like, first one gets so much credit just because it's got jennifer aniston in it to be honest really <laughs> for me at least <laughs> oh for you i don't know okay really i, I, just, I find it the most charming out of all of them yeah because it's like his first appearance stuff like that yeah it's just a charming movie in general like weirdly really mm. lighthearted kind of yeah like it's weird to say but definitely i i felt that uh the first one it is a really good movie. If I like, oh shit! I mean, I it's weird to say, but like the first one for me personally, I felt is really like a almost like a humbling movie because the the like the cast, the actual crew of people, even though like no one dies in it, it's like I, all the characters are kind of pretty decently well written for as low as the budget as they had. Yeah, and it's kind of like that can't be happy. That's what kind of made it charming and stuff. Like introducing Leprechaun, yeah, and like, I don't know, I, like the first one definitely has a good spot for me. Well, I'm planning on doing after we finish the most recent one, we are gonna have to do an episode after on some of our things. We'll do like our favorite kill, our favorite movie, oh, in these series, best final girl, all that stuff. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do an episode of that. Okay. Um, it's kind of weird. Has all I think is Jennifer Aniston the only character. That has been like quote unquote like final girl. Because in the third one it's the guy. Oh, I get what you're saying. Um Yeah, like it's always been final guy. Yeah, yeah. There yeah, there's a final guy and final girl in multiple of them. A yeah, lot of yeah. them are final guy for sure. We'll do hottest dude, don't worry. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um All right. Hey, what's our Twitter and Instagram, man? Dude, well, you know what? Oh shit. Fuck, I don't have my phone on You've me. been posting some good uh, stuff on there, man. Yeah, we're actually starting to post things now. We got a couple. We have. Oh, like you were posting two, stuff? Uh, well, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll post some shit. I'll post that shit I sent you earlier, dude. Why don't you post something, Really blow dude. up our fucking Instagram. <laughs> Do that right now after this episode, actually. Yeah, our Twitter handle is uh, House of 1K. Nope. Uh, Horrors. What? That ain't it. I know you've been tweeting a lot, man, but that ain't it. How about uh, H1K Horrors? <laughs> Hit him with the buzzer. Uh, I know our emails. All right, what's our email? I'll deal with that. House of a thousand, the number, horrors at gmail.com. Yes. And our Twitter and Instagram is at house1khorrors. What? Wait, did I not say that? I don't think so. I said House 1K Horrors, and you're like, eh. Did you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Did I? I could have sworn I said, or maybe I just, no. I don't think I'm so pretty sure I said House 1K, or maybe I did. We'll let I the don't tape. Know, Mandela effect. We'll let the tape uh, answer that. One of us is going to Yeah, look we'll real let stupid. you guys decide if I was right. <laughs> Yo, Jordan, give me the footage for this episode. Let me, uh. Oh, there might be some edits. Let me, let me edit it, dude. Well, anything, yeah, so send us an email, tweet. Yes, please. Or Instagram. I'll probably be responding. 
though, let's be real. Yeah, Jordan really <laughs> likes sending picture of anime women saying that I love anime. I mean, I create really, fire uh, memes. I, you know, after, after Leprechaun 3, dude, he, he fucking just went down this crazy rabbit hole. It's like almost kind of depressing. He binge-watched, like, for how, all of Naruto. For how Gen Z you are shit, and Gamer Boy you are, why are you so scared of the internet, bro? I'll, I'll tell you why, dude, all right? You're afraid to tweet. You're afraid to... I'm afraid to tweet. I don't want to get canceled. I mean, we literally called people fags in this episode, so we're probably already done. Well, why don't you post that meme you talked about? Uh, you know what, I mean, dude? You can't get any you more know, fine, I'll, I'll post it. <laughs> I'll post it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna blame you. Well, we got some I'm new really... listeners, so I mean, I'm glad we already scared them off with this episode. If this is the first one they're listening to, but it is what yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. For all for all those uh, mothers out there. <laughs> And you know who you are. You know who you are. We got a head count. 13 of you, you big old sexy babes out there. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you're listening to this episode, I apologize if you're listening to anything before episode 13. If you're a victim Uh, of guerrilla marketing, we're sorry. (laughs) And for all those vets out there that have been watching us since episode one, thank you, mom. Uh, Dad. Thank you. Thank you. To my uh, my friend that lives in Michigan. Oh yeah, that one friend you had. He listens. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually um, he was the substitute drummer for uh, Evanescence. Oh, well, like Leprechaun's about to say at the beginning of the next movie, bring me to life. All right, that's a wrap, man. This is over two hours. We gotta say bye, dude. I might even go off on a fucking rant. You do, right you now. bro. I'm you out. Leave. This is see ya. Fucking ridiculous, guys. This is awful. This is why, honestly, I really think that cancel culture should be just a generalized fucking thing. Because motherfuckers like Jordan out there pulling shit like that, doing fucking dad jokes. Like that bitch better check twenty three and me. He's knocked up a couple of fucking people. I, I I shit you not. This dude is a fucking sex crazed maniac. I don't know what the fuck else to tell you. I, I ranted about, you know, being a pedophile back in your prime in Leprechaun three, so I guess I should bring that back, right? You know, it's crazy how when you take one year psychology and you kinda major in it in college, you you kinda think you know the human mind, but Wait until you fucking meet Jordan, dude. He's on a whole other fucking level. Like, I, I, I shit you not. I, I go to therapy, like, because of this fucking guy. Like, he's harassing me every single day. Like, you need to post these memes, pump out memes. And, like, I, I got memes, but, like, I'm just at a creative drought right now. And it's just really shitty. And he makes me do these fucking two-hour-long podcast episodes. I don't get to eat. I'm malnourished. Uh, I'm trying to game out of my mind, dude. He's cut back on my Mountain Dew. I'm really pissed off about it. I'm like 260 pounds, extremely overweight. And he calls me Bubba and just slaps my my neck folds. Like I'm really uncomfortable. And he's starting to wear these glasses that make him look like a fucking cunt. <laughs> like he literally, like guys, he literally looks like Steve Jobs and he's just staring at me right now. He's like both the producer and the co-owner of this. It's just, he's just staring at me with this ghoulish fucking eggnog smile. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just, he's convulsing and now he's licking the fucking window. It's just, it's just terrifying. It's truly like a horror experience. Like, guys, if you could please email Jordan, just tell him that Haunt was all right. He's probably stopped listening to this bit or he's probably going to forget it when he edits this, this, this pod. But I appreciate it for all you guys sticking around. Um... Just means a lot to me uh, that you guys are out here 
actively protesting against pedophile rights. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, guys. Kyle Rittenhouse. Whoo, he's not a pedophile, but man, does does he know how to strike up some funny ass memes? Yeah, this is all getting cut out. I'm just wasting time at this point. I don't know what the fuck I'm on about. I'm actually at a creative drought. I don't know. Like I've already kind of done the pedophile bit. We did the fake ass gamer bit. And he's just fucking like if I could seriously recreate the sound that this dude's like he's his chops are back and like I don't even know what to fucking call them. Dude, this is just fucking stupid. I'm sorry, but this is this is it. What if I what if I actually told you that I stopped recording a while ago, Jordan? Would you believe me if I stopped recording like a while ago? You don't know. You don't know if I'm lying or not, dude. You really don't know. This is this is going on for a while, dude. I'll just sit here all nice and comfy until you uh you unmute. No. All right. I'm I'm already exporting my audio file to to Google Chrome. So here, you want the file? <laughs> here, let me. Here. here, I got you. Hold on. Watch this shit. <laughs> Gay ass bitch. Got him. <laughs> Bye.